Sometimes. Sometimes. Hey, man. That is the best way to intro your Every stuff, once man. in a while. Every good long time, you'll just have an occasion come up where you'll meet a friend. And you'll go, this might be a new friend of mine. And sometimes you'll be like, okay, man, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And then, like, and then, and then you wind up texting back and forth with that person like an hour later. And then, like, it just goes that way. And you're like, oh, man, I thought we were just going to be friends and talk tomorrow. But sure, we'll talk today, too. <laughs> That's the type of friend I've met in this boy today. Thank you. That's so sweet, man. Justin, Pinky Morris. We're, we're, uh, we're about, uh, we're about, like, very similar in so many, so many things. We, like, are into so many of the same things. And now you're joining me as being a podcaster. Yes, yes, I'm so excited. I was just listening to the first episode today. And like, um, I'm about halfway through it. Um, right before I got on with you, I paused the episode I was listening to. I got to tell you, man, I hate it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I <You know>? just... <laughs> I think Damn. it's... I think it's the worst episode of your podcast I've heard so far. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've, I've gotten that. I've gotten that. But uh, the good news is that I'm actually purposely making it bad. I'm trying to trigger people. <laughs> no. you, you, you know, you know, that, that, re that reads. That reads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, when I, it's great, man. I like it a lot. <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate that. I got I gotta let Zoma know because uh, she's so nervous. She thinks she's not good at talking. I think she's great. At yeah, it's you know, and and I was I was actually gonna bring up something. I was gonna independent of hearing her talking about it. I was going to bring this up already in discussing things with you, because like you you do you do get, and I think she said this part, but I noticed this part. You do get just like a lot of people do, not just you. But a lot of people get this, where you get so obsessed with making it so right that, like, it'll prevent you from doing something. Okay. So, like, the perfectionist thing, like, you were saying it to me the other day about being a perfectionist. And I was like, man, like, I get it. Like, things have to be right, but sometimes perfectionism can get in your way of you acting on your spirit, on your love, on your passion, on your emotion. On your dreams. So, and, you know, you, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, man. I, I just, I think that there should be more of a, like a, a there's, have, you, have you ever heard me talk about the OODA loop? Um, I think I heard you on one of those. Okay. So, I think it, so, yeah. When, when, I was in, when I was in bodyguard school, they taught <laughs> us this, this thing. I, the things that I learned in bodyguard school, have, I did not apply to being a bodyguard at all, but I <laughs> applied it to other stuff. Um, but the OODA loop is uh, O-O-D-A. It's observe, orient, decide, act. Okay. So if you go, well, like, oh, that's not, it's not, 
I have to have these topics or else I gotta, I gotta have these topics or else I'm never gonna I'm not gonna have enough time I want to make sure I get this much time and that much I want to get all these words in all these topics I should write down how these shows are gonna go you'll like get way too much in your way of enjoying it while it's happening okay let me delete my notes for this uh, for this podcast that I uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, I, I, uh, Oh, sorry, sorry. The potential's so there. <laughs> um, but a perfect example of, I think, what you're saying is, uh, like, uh, if, let's say, SNL was trying to make it perfect every time and no one ever broke character, that legitimate side of it is what people want to see sometimes. You know, like, that part makes it, there's literally YouTube channels of just characters breaking during bloopers and stuff like that. People want to see that actual... Like the Count Chocula sketch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, it's funny because we've uh, we've only been talking for, what, like a week now, right? Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I'm so honored that he's letting me on his podcast because, as you know, I've listened to probably seven or eight of yours now oh, in man. the two days. So and- much of your time. So much of your time used on... Checking out some Corey Castle content. I wouldn't say you, I wouldn't say used. That's, uh, no, I, didn't that's say it was, I didn't say it was misused. <laughs> I just said it was so much of your time, dude. I and you, I'm sure you've heard me say it. If you listen to eight episodes of the show, uh, I think some of our most ver- like valuable currency, our valuable, our most valuable currency is yeah. effort, is time, is attention, is like being open to understanding something new and proof for how much I enjoy your podcast is I wanted to let you know that uh, I appreciate the currency of your time that you're giving to me, man. And uh, when, when, but like I was saying, like uh, we've only known each other for a week and you're letting me on here, which is kind of a risk. You don't really know. You've heard one of my podcasts. You don't really know what kind of person I am. So what if it turned out that I was just incredibly racist and I was, you're like, so how's your day? And I'm just like, well, these, uh, these fucking moon jumping bugs there. <laughs> they just moved down the street. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really funny. Uh, let me, let me answer that and I'll jump into a quick story. So <laughs> there's a, so many times I've recorded episodes where I've been like, man, that wasn't that wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but like, maybe maybe I got it. Maybe I'm new at this, and I just it's gonna get continue getting better. So I'll just put that out, even though I didn't really like it very much. Uh, nowadays, if I'm talking to somebody and things go away I didn't like, or like they say it, they start making it odd and not the flow of the show. I just uh-huh. never I just never post that episode. I. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll give that number to somebody else. Like you'll be, you'll be two hundred seven. Somebody else will be two hundred seven, not you. Dude, my heart would break. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would probably text you about it. I'd be like, dude, give me another chance. I swear, I could do better. <laughs> but like I said, other chances are very, very possible. Uh, that Ray, Reina, we did a, we did a whole episode 
it was great. It was just a cool conversation back and forth, back and forth. And inside it, she said some things that maybe she didn't want to politically say. She was like, like, like moon jumpy bugs. Yeah, moon jumpy bugs. <laughs> she said she was like, <laughs> she was like somebody <laughs> needs to do the world a favor and squash every one of those. Moon <laughs> <bugs>. <laughs> but she, you know, she said some stuff about like, um, you know, the unequal pay for for workers and. Talking about, she was talking about issues that are important, but she was like, you know what? I just feel like people want to come to me for that. Um, I don't want that to be the thing they remember me when they first hear me. If this is the first time they're hearing me, so she's like, let's just do it again. I'm like, okay, I'm happy to do it again. So we just like went the next day and recorded it again. So watch, watch your mouth, sucker. <laughs> no, no, I'm not trying. I'm just, I'm kind of. Just a little, like I said, I'm shaking the nerves off still, man. And still, yeah, dude. It, I, I mean, I, I show so much, man. Uh, if if it gets to a point like where, you, you know, if something's weird, if you don't want me to cut, if you want, if you want me to cut something out, if you want me to do something, or we could just do it again if you if you're uncomfortable with it at some point. No, uh, so far I, I'm liking it, and uh, okay. good, I good. think that's uh, why I made that little. Because in my head, there's that little part that's like. I think I killed it with that last part, you know, <laughs> like, you know, but I'm still, I'm still listening, of course, because uh, I killed I it in a good way, because that's, that's how I take killed it. <laughs> that's how I take killed it. I'm like, oh, man, I nailed it. I'm killed. I killed it. Like, but, oh, yeah, I was, I was getting into telling you this story that I, I actually did this on stage. When I'm talking, I, I was, <laughs> I was driving home from work, and to the right of me, there was a guy walking with just a gas can. So I didn't know if he was walking towards the gas station or to his car. I didn't know, but I was picking him up because, like, if I, if somebody saw me driving on the side, uh, walking on the side of the road with a gas can, I'd hope they'd pull over and try to talk to me and see how I was doing if I needed help. So I pulled over and I, I had this guy uh, get in, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm just like my car is like, like a mile or two straight ahead," and I was like, "Okay, well, cool," and I just was driving him to his car, and he was like, "Man." What made you? What made you decide to come over and help me? And I was like, I don't know. I just would hope somebody, you know, would see me walking and be like, Hey, I'm gonna go give this guy a ride and go offer him something. And he was like, Man, you got really good karma coming to you. Your karma, your karmatic energy. Like he was like, You're, you're so enlightened. This, this is everything's coming back around to you. And I was like, Thanks, man. He's like. And also, this is what us white guys do for each other. And I was like, ah, you, you're a Nazi? Nazis can't talk about karma. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have went, actually, I'm uh, mixed. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's not, you know, it's like, what? if that conversation is going to be two more seconds, it's two seconds too long. I just... I'm not going to. I'm not going to scream at this. Scream with this person on the side of the road about how he's intolerant. It's not going to make him any more tolerant. Like his car just broke down. He's in a bad mood. Like the fact that like he got helped out was really nice. So I'm gonna end it on a high. I'm gonna end it on a high. I'll let him leave and be like, wow, this, this man bun guy just really helped me out. But here's the thing. Your karma still went in your direction because you got a really good bit out of them. Like, 
Oh yeah, that was really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you got a new car. You got uh, a new car. Yeah, yeah you no. you dropped him off and then went and got his car yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was like your karma, your karma really paid off on that one. And I was like, oh man, did it? What's coming to me? And you're like, you got a joke. And I'm like, oh man, I thought I got something else. That's the that's the best part. When something bad happens, you can usually make a joke out of it. Like, yeah. at least if, uh, I mean, once a little bit of time passes, at least. Right. You know. All right. But tragedy plus time equals comedy is the way the saying goes. But I think that Patton, Patton Oswalt had a special called uh, tragedy plus comedy equals time or something. Some... some <laughs> Some some play on whatever that was. It was funny, however he worded it. But I looked at it earlier and I forgot what it was. So I have a, a speaking of specials. I have essentially pipe dreams. So I already have a name for mine. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you have you, one for yours? You told me already what yours was. Oh no! I just wanted to say it on podcast because I. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> want you to say it again. <laughs> it's a one night stand up. Because you'll probably forget about me tomorrow. Oh, that's great. Uh, it's a it's a good it's a really good joke. But I feel like it's been used, right? What? I feel like well, it's been used because I, I was think, listening to I think a it podcast. will get used now that you've already given it away oh, well, on this <laughs> podcast. If anyone listens to it, they're going to be like, "Ah, oh, man, I'm taking that." Any, oh, any you know, honestly, I would be honored. I'd be honored <laughs> because I'd be like, "Well, somebody who someone likes what I did, so that's <laughs> that's it." I mean, I mean, it's 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 pretty hack to listen to a podcast uh, with with nobody comedians on it to steal their bits. Hey, I, I mean, uh, if Carlos Mencia made a career out of it, I'm sure someone else might. Yeah, but that's on stage. That's at the in that atmosphere. Like this is this is just uh, free converse, free form conversation. Like we're not standing in front of the stage holding the microphone, going like. Oh well, what about this weather tacos, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I almost I was so close to because uh, I have my uh, I have my own microphone and speaker, uh, uh-huh. but I keep it at work because it's just it's an electrical place, so it's just like better to store it there, and I don't have a ton of room in my room. Um, so oh, the, like the karaoke machine you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, like it's a big speaker setup with just right. microphones. And I was so close to bringing it home today. So that way we could do it. And I'm just holding my microphone like that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm jealous of yours. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I like to always say, um, it's, it's helpful to not live. And I, and I think I picked some of this up from Johnny Pemberton when he was talking about comparing yourself to other people. Oh um, yeah, that was he was he's a lot more enlightened than I figured after seeing him in Superstore, which is one of my favorite shows. Son of Zorn. What's that? Did you watch Son of Zorn? I haven't seen Son of Zorn. No. Oh, he it was a funny it was a funny sitcom that he did where uh, Jason Sudeikis played like a He-Man type character, like a in a cartoon a cartoon character a cartoon. Okay. I just said that's not a word. A good it's the word now. Yeah, that's a good word now. Yeah, <laughs> but but uh, Jason Sudeikis was like the, like a He-Man character, and uh, Jason John Sudeikis Kirk- is the guy from We Are the Millers, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. Now, yeah, and he um, 
he's he plays like the the barbarian dad. He was like a cartoon, but his son is uh, played by Johnny Pemberton in real life, and he's he's uh, Agamemnon is the name is his name. Everybody just calls him like everybody else calls him Alan, but his dad still was like Agamemnon, get over here! Like it's what, what, what was it called? That sounds so interesting. It's called Son of Zorn. Zorn, Z O R N. Oh yeah, I see it right here. Yeah, he used to. It oh, it's, actually, on, it's on Hulu. I'm watching it tonight. Okay, yeah, it was. It was a. It was kind of. It, it was a wide release when it first came out. Like it was like pretty big. There, they had shirts at Hot Topic with Son of Zorn on. Oh man, see. Uh, oh, it was released in 2016. I was living in South Dakota at the time, so I was cut oh, off from everything. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have they don't have computers, the internet, smartphones, or uh, devices, uh, or a uh, positive state of mind anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, I can imagine I nobody should, cares about any of the Dakotas. I shouldn't say that because my parents live there. It's not <laughs> it's not not true, but well, uh, it there, there really is re there is nice people out there. Definitely. Understand the bar is humor here, right? So, yeah, no, like, I no, it, but I'm not saying you, but I'm saying like if your parents were to hear you talk about the, like North Dakota or whatever, they're like, oh, it's a it's a comedy podcast. We're doing jokes. It's like, hopefully, they're not like, hey, we're not negative people in North Dakota. Honestly, yeah, I could I could honestly call. I would never, but I could call my mom terrible names, and she would just be like, oh, that's me. Like she's so supportive, it's insane. Like. <laughs> right. uh, there's this one saying from, I can't remember what, oh, it was Taking Back Sunday. There's a quote from one of their songs where it's, if you slit my throat, I would use my last, well, I would use my last breath to apologize for bleeding on your shirt. That's exactly how my mom. The truth is, you could slit my throat and with my one last dying breath, I'll apologize for bleeding on your shirt. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly the kind of person my mom is. To anybody, not just me. Uh, and she's definitely gonna um, gonna see this because she's my biggest fan for sure. Okay. Well, that's that makes me very glad. Yeah, and say hi to her. Hello, Johnson's mom. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and I'm gonna cut that out and everything. And man. yeah, yeah. I mean, pandery. Let's get real pandery real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. uh Man, so for it, have you always done it one week at a time, or did you ever like do bursts of them? I did do bursts of them at sometimes. I, I mean, it's it's an evolving process, so it's oh. like oh, I of course the ways that I do it is always going to change. So like before, I had this microphone that you're jealous of. I just did it with my phone, and like. And for a while, I just, I only did it with my iPad. And then for a while, I was in a studio. And then when I was in the studio, it was like also an internet radio show. So I had to have it where I had new episodes every Monday. I had to be in studio every Monday from 7 to 10 o'clock. And I oh. have to build that time. So the first few episodes were, you know, the first few episodes were in that studio and you know maybe maybe not as as glamorous because like i i uh 
I have to be like, okay, well, it has to be Monday, and you have to come to the studio. Like, it's like you have to drive to the studio. So it's not, yeah. not, not a huge convenience. Like, like this is like oh. you're you're in Washington State, and I'm here in Philadelphia. So I can't go. Well, if I want you on my podcast, you have to come to Philadelphia and sit in the studio down the street from my house. Hundred percent, I would have. Hundred percent. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a. It's a real, a real anomaly, this one over here. But uh. <laughs> it's a real one in a million case there. But I mean, like, if, if it's already a huge ask for me to ask anybody who's like a name in comedy or entertainment, music, whatever, to already do my show. But now if I'm like, all right, it's for nothing. <laughs> and you're coming here to record. Like, it's, it's a huge ask so already for their the currency of their time and their effort. So uh, to be like, how much more effort can I ask? Well, uh, you can have as much of my currency as you'd like, as long as I can still go to work and stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's funny, you said one in a million. I have like kind of a bit I'm working on with that stuff, where uh, like my girl or my fiance, she uh, told me, she was like, oh man, Babe, you're one in a million. And I was like, that's super, super sweet. But then I Googled how many people there are on the planet, and there's 7 billion, which means there's 69,999 other men out there that would treat her just the same that she'd be interested in. So I have to step my game up. I need to compete with those guys. I want to be one in 7 billion. That would be way better. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a struggle. It's a real struggle. That's a, that's a, a bit you you're writing right now. You, you haven't done yeah, that. Yeah, I, I just thought of uh, maybe four days ago. Okay, I mean it's it's such a it's such a like a, a a very good premise. It's so like you can go off on it, and be like, oh, you say like you could you could do examples inside of that and do act outs inside of that, and you could be like, oh, when you said this, you meant that, but do, but. Seven hundred thousand bazillion, like you could then say, they would all do the same exact thing. See, that's my down the statistics. I can't get. I don't know how to like animate that way. I can never be an actor because of it. Like I can't. I wish I had that Dane Cook kind of. What's that over there or whatever it is, you know? But I just can't. I'm more of like a Nate Bargatze or like a like Dimitri Martin. Like I just stand there and do my little one liners and like next one <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah no i get i get it it's kind of a kind of a character it's become a character now like that's what your voice is your voice isn't big and animated like that so you're just playing to your voice's character yeah can you imagine if i was a wrestler and i'd be like dude you're gonna go down like that's no. like that's my intense like you, no, there's a guy there's a guy right now who uh, he's called Orange Cassidy, and he he does a he does a, a gimmick where he 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 wrestles in jeans, and then like in the match he'll just put his hands in his pockets, and then he'll do like, eh. he just like kicks you while he's got his hands in his pockets, but he's like barely touching you. It's just like slow motion kick thing. Let yeah, me move that, you on for <laughs> right. And so I mean that. That I feel like that is kind of what we are going for. Yeah, man. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I wanted to ask you this on the. I know I when we texted it to each other, um, I said it wasn't good enough for the podcast. 
but I thought your answer was awesome and I would love to see it. The uh, When I asked you, you're a wrestler and a comedian, so if you could force two comedians to wrestle for your entertainment, uh, who would you pick? I, I forget what I said. You said, uh, you said, uh, oh, oh my God, I can't, uh, Pablo Francisco uh, uh, versus, I think it was Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> no. No, it, it might, no, was it? Because I also started asking friends at work. <laughs> it was not. It was I'm, not somebody who was uh, similar to Gabriel. Man. But uh, I was starting to think of like crazy ones like uh, Gilbert Gottfried versus Joe Rogan. Right. <laughs> That'd be great. Gilbert Gottfried did my other podcast? No way. Yeah. Um, it's like, so, I'm so glad to be here. I can't do this. <laughs> It was like it was only like a, a video clip that was sent in for our. We did like a, a five-year anniversary show, and he's like, "Happy anniversary on your five years." And he was like, "Happy anniversary, happy five hundred five years or whatever." He said uh, to 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 Mark and to Rick, "Hey, bud, Corey, get a haircut. <laughs> Nothing worse than an unfunny comedian." Is an un the only thing worse than an unfunny comedian is an unfunny, unwashed, long-haired comedian. Man, he roasted me. So he he roasted you and was totally cool with them. <laughs> yeah, but he was like, yeah, Mark and Mark and Rick, you're fine. It it would have been funny if he ended the video. So it was a video he sent in, right? Yeah. It would be funny if right at the end of the video he goes like, so who's paying me? Like this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh. What's it called? Uh, so if you were to only be able to choose one podcast that you could ever guess on, like say it becomes super uh, commercial, like there starts becoming corporations owning podcasts, which is kind of already happening. Like, uh, but say it becomes super corporate and they lock you into a contract and you can only be on one. Pete Holmes, you made it weird. Joe Rogan experience. Your mom's house, you could only pick one, and you're contractually obligated to only be on. You can't do anything else. Like, ever? Like, anybody else's podcast ever? Like, so uh, I could be multiple time guest on that one podcast. But, no, like, not, not even, not even a uh, multiple time, time guest. No, not even a multiple. I'm talking co host. They want you there. Oh, to, to be. Man, that, but that, that changes the whole. It, it changes what the show would be if it had me on it. Like right, let's say they had you as the producer, and so you're just in the booth, and they're just coming to you every so often. So you're not a co-host; you're just the dude in the booth. Is that better? Is that a better question? <laughs> but the, do I still get to do my podcast at the same time? Yes, yes, you still get to I get, still to, get to do my podcast too. Yes, yes. And I go on road. You need to come back and kind of backpack on your clout a little bit. That's so, <laughs> to be like to be like Rogan's Jamie. Yeah, exactly. I, I would do that probably for Rogan. Uh, I don't know anybody else who like or or uh, Dax Shepard, but he does the fact check at the end of the shows, which is always like fun. So, well, Dax Shepard or or I'm an, I'm all, I'm trying to think of the other the old other shows that have little uh, Jamie's like that. And your mom's house has like seven of them. They would just add you to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would, I would say, 
probably um, Conan O'Brien. Oh, that would be a really fun one to do. Yeah, that would be so nope. fun. Because I want to, I would like to parlay that into like actually doing like late night comedy set, like hosting, like that. Yeah, you would be. Uh, yeah, you would be linked to because if you got the contract with Conan, which that one already is a corporately owned podcast, isn't it? So yeah, who got that? That means you're gonna you can be on TBS sitcoms and everything because you're in contract lock with them. To be on TBS sitcoms is dubbing dubbing the the dream the dream sequence song. To be <laughs> to be on a hit cable sitcom for me. <laughs> I feel like it should slowly be zooming in on your face while you're looking away. Like, that that's. That's such a gigantic goal for me. That's such a, what a big get that would be. That would be an amazing opportunity for me. And do you have, I'm sure you've seen Crashing, right? Ra- rashing? Like Cra- with crashing. Baby, baby, baby powder makes them better? Rashes? Yeah, that too. <laughs> no, but uh, you've seen Crashing. Desitin, maybe? You use some Desitin? No, but... uh. Rash. It, it, so that sitcom, if uh, what kind of sitcom would it be like? Uh, if you got had to write it, you know, like how Son of Zorn is is with the animated dude, and uh, like Pete Holmes from Crashing, he wanted uh, homeschooled mm-hmm. for that episode. Like, if you could create the topic, what would it what would it be? If it, if you've ever thought of that, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think it would for sure be autobiographical. For sure, oh. it would it would be just like. Just like crashing, or just like, but every, everything. Is, here's the weird thing. Uh, oh. I I don't think I've ever talked about it specifically on this podcast. Maybe I have, but I'm breaking walls, man. I'm breaking oh. walls. <laughs> so, um, Pete Holmes talks about how he was inspired by Mark Maron. Yeah. So when he came to, when he came to do you made it weird, he pitched to his agent what the podcast was. And the pod and the what the agent was like, yeah, but Mark Maron's already doing that. And then he went, yes, but I'm Pete Holmes, <laughs> so it would be me hosting it. Like, so it was like, yeah, he can do that, and I can do that because my story is not the same as his story, and my voice isn't the same as his voice. So, yeah. I, I'm. I guess sure. there's more than one talk show. There's yeah. more than one comedian. You know, like, what if there was like, oh, it's just Dave Chappelle. He's already doing it. Nobody else right. can own it. Yeah. Like, there's, that's why there's variety, because there's so much. There's so much, uh, so much, so many stories to tell, because everybody's got one. Everyone's got one that they could do. And if everybody who had one story were to share their stories, enough of them would be similar enough that they wouldn't be stealing it. <laughs> You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. okay, but I just I just hatched this brilliant idea for you. Okay, you're a comic at night, you're a wrestler during the day, and you're a superhero also. But here's you you're one of those masked wrestlers like a luchador, right? Uh-huh. And here's the bit: as soon as like you like you hear sirens or something, and you take off your luchador mask, then it's a superhero mask. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> that see this was my gimmick when i first started wrestling oh. i wasn't i wasn't cory castle yet i was called james bond jovi 
So I was, it was based off of Hannah Montana, where Hannah Montana was just a regular-ass girl, and then she was a superstar. So James Bond Jovi was a super spy by night, but a rock star by day. Do you think, my mom told me that I was supposed to have a uh, brother about 10 years before I was born. Do you think maybe you were up for adoption or something? You could, We think too similar, man. <laughs> That's insane. Um, you say she was going to name Zach. Is that your real name? I don't know if you want to say it on the podcast. <laughs> my, my name's James. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's my legitimate middle name. <laughs> well... Your name, your legitimate first name is the same as my brother's. I have a brother named Justin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Oh, yeah. And that's the next episode I want to listen to. He's been on a few of them, right? No, he's just been on the one. Oh, I thought I saw him a couple times. But, yeah, yeah that's the next one I want. I want to see what – I want to see if I can uh, hold the title, so to speak, above my head of uh, Best Justin on the podcast. But, oh, you know? man. Ah. I'm not, I'm doing I'm doing an episode with Just Incredible on Tuesday. Oh, Just Incredible? That's yeah. uh is that From a wrestler? ECW, yeah, WWF back in the day. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Uh, my cool. when I first started getting on stage, instead of Pinky, I just like Pinky cuz Pinky in the brain, I wanted mm. a dumb one, you know. But uh, uh originally it was Justin Joy. Like, just enjoy the show, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but, but nobody got it because I had to explain it. Like, just enjoy the show. So I just changed it to Pinky because okay. nobody had that on Facebook. So it was like... What you do is you take the I in Justin and turn it into an E because people, people need to see it. It's a visual joke. Just enjoy. Oh, where were you, like, seven years ago, man? <laughs> it was right here. <laughs> You're probably filming your first podcast. Oh, no, no. Uh, no, man, I didn't do these yet. I wasn't doing them yet. Um, Not even start- the other one? The other one you've been doing longer, right? Yeah, we started doing that one. 13, 2013, maybe. Um, and uh, we started doing, we did our first, our first podcast the year before that. We started uh, with a podcast called Pod Trash. <laughs> all right just us like you know riffing just like talking about wrestling talking about movies talking about funny things and that was it it was cool and then uh and so this one i haven't given the other you said it was called uh rock what hold on let me wrestling rock <laughs> wrestling rock yes there we go yeah i uh i, no, I made that up it's called wrestle rock Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it's all about you guys wrestling stones, right? Like giant stones? No, I'm just kidding. But uh, um, no, I haven't given that one a shot yet. Um, I need to. I need to because if I like this one, probably give that one a go, right? Well, I mean, I wanted to. Here, don't tell the guys, but I wanted to start this one because I don't like that one. <laughs> I okay. wanted to start this podcast because that one sucks. Talk but to do <laughs> don't tell the guy. Don't tell the guys. But like, I hate doing that show. I hate doing it, and I still do it every week. Man, I hate it so much. Sorry, hey, sorry, we're recording again now. Cut that part out. Um, can I? Uh, 
hypothetically take the podcast now and say, don't cut that out, guys. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hypothetically. You can, you can tell them to not cut that out. And then when it isn't cut out, they'll be like, ah, that was because Justin made the call. Yep. And uh, now it's, it's called devolving with Justin Morris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, man, I have all these. Other, oh, yeah. So. <laughs> More uh, questions. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to compliment you about how, like, how well you just are able to speak to people like even i went back as far as i want to say it was episode like 60 something with mark norman and even that was you were already really good at it and but the thing is is i can't compliment you because that's what every guest does so it forces me to want to insult you but i can't because i know you would just be like i understand man i understand (laughs) (laughs) which is too nice which is just a compliment on its own uh, I didn't realize that every guest ever has complimented me. Dude, I mean, uh, I haven't listened to all of them, but that, every single that one must of them. Be, oh, man. Compliments to me. Like, you see how I'm holding my heart like this? Uh, I do this anytime someone compliments me. I, this is an involuntary motion uh, or an involuntary motion. E N. This is an involuntary motion where my hands just go like this. I'm like, oh, somebody's, somebody's saying that I'm, someone's saying that I'm good or that I'm funny or, or that I'm attractive. Oh, okay. I love that. I'll take it. I'll take it all. Uh, that, uh, the way you said, uh, in, 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 like I was having that problem at work today and I actually thought of my next uh, TikTok video, which is going to be me coming in and being like, dude, did you hear these guys just got imprisoned? And then everybody's gonna be like, imprisoned? Yeah, they just went to in prison, like in prison. They're like, it's in prison. And I'm like, oh, goddamn, language is in, it's impossible or impossible. You say it wrong that way. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a good, that's a good premise. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna take me obviously about 70 takes, but I'll, I'll figure it out. Every, every little video takes so many takes like that. That's why, like, I don't have so many of those. I mean, I have some, but I don't have a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I try to force myself to at least post one every, like, three days at least. But the issue with TikTok is I, I keep saying, like, the F word or something, and then they'll, they'll take me down or they'll take the video down. And I'm like, come on. It's, like, it's part of the joke. It's just a joke. Like, um. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they literally took down the one about my grandma. I just asked my grandma when she's going to stop whoring around. And then she uh, said, when I fucking die. And then they took it down. And I was like, what? It said I ruined the cop or I ruined the rights or whatever. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Or maybe they just don't like my grandma. Because that's the only one that really is hard. Um, well, what I did is I put, because I put... Um, I put like the words as I'm saying them. Like if I'm like what, I'll put what come out. Like you know what I mean. Huh? And uh, so I think it's the typing because I put a little cupcake sticker over the word horn, and now they left it up. Uh-huh. But obviously shadow banned because it's my only video that has four views. Everything else has at least a hundred. Uh, well, what the uh... so. The problem was the word whoring, or was the problem with the fucking? I think it was... Oh, yeah, we can't curse on this show, so... Oh. Uh, 
Hey guys, keep well, that in. Let me react to that question. Let me was it the was it the W word or the F word? Uh I think it was fuck. Oh god damn it. Um I think it was the F word. <laughs> so but you put a little thing, you put a little paper, you put a little paper tiger over over Horan and then and they left it up, but nobody. But not the F word. Yeah, not the F word. I left the F word. The F word is the best word, in my opinion. I think. Did, did you a... cut out any of the letters? What's that? Did you cut out any of the letters? Like put yeah. F dash 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 K I N G. No, I just put fuck it. Like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Like, uh, but uh, I think I was listening to it on this podcast where you were saying. Uh, People that uh, people that say whoever uses that. No, it wasn't this podcast. I think it was your mom's house. But anyways, people who uh, who say whoever doesn't or whoever uses profanity just doesn't have the intelligence to increase their vocabulary elsewhere or whatever, right? And uh, I disagree. I think they're fucking wrong. <laughs> well, I do have I do have a similar thing. Um, so. I, I definitely, um, I've wrestled on a lot of family shows for years and years. Yeah. On top of that, wanting to be a good role model for my younger sister. So I decided, like, I was going to probably not conversationally curse. Like, that's going to, it's going to be kind of, like, if I'm having a conversation, unless it's, like, a real, per- like, passionate, like, M, M, passioned. <laughs> <laughs> Good callback, good callback, man. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's a real like a, I'm, I'm very like passionate about whatever I'm talking about. Sometimes some some profound profound profane language can happen, and everybody knows that it's like, well, that one was more meaningful because you don't use them very much. So it's the same as that makes sense. That, that makes it's sense. the same as like. Like, if you and I are going to have a wrestling match, let's just all of a sudden say that you're a wrestler, okay? I think out of your weight class. Okay, there's no weight classes in pro wrestling. <laughs> Is there? Oh, yeah, you're right. I've seen Undertaker take on, like, midgets and stuff. Right, yeah, you're okay. Rey Mysterio versus Undertaker. I don't we might not be too far from each other's weight class, actually. Really? How much, how much are you at? I'm 220 right now. Oh, shit, we're perfectly matched. <laughs> Yeah, yours is muscle. I'm like gonna hit you with the Snorlax moves. My my girlfriend calls me the 220 beefcake. Oh, that's oh. that sounds like I a hype. myself that nickname, and I keep making her call me it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, "Can you grab me a water from the fridge, or I mean, a jug of water, please?" And you're like, "You know what to do." She's like, "Don't make me do it." And you're like, "Come on." She's like. Please, will you get me a jug of water, 220 beefcake? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like sometimes, like, we'll be laying around. We'll be laying around, and she'll just be, like, grabbing my shoulders and, and like, touching my chest and stuff. And then and we'll be like, you're meaty. You're meaty. 220 beefcake? <laughs> and that's when you whip your thing out and go, want to snap into a Slim Jim? man see that's not even that's not even where my my comedy brain goes you know what i'm saying like 
Yeah, mine does is up twenty seven in an asshole. That's why. <laughs> no, no, it's it's not it's not because of your age or because of you being an asshole. Like, I'll, I'll admit I'll admit to being an asshole too. But when it comes to like, like my penis, when it comes to like, like talking about somebody else's like vagina or private parts or like something like that, I just. I just really would rather respect whoever might hear me. That's exactly what, uh, I think Pete Holmes has a bit about that. Where he's like, oh, he must be so embarrassed. He's saying, I think it's Pete Holmes, right? I think so. But there's one of his, those comedians. No, it's not Pete Holmes. Oh, man. I'm trying to make the Pete Holmes thing work. We're not going to be friends, man. <sighs> I'm just, you got to. Stop, stop trying to make it a thing. It's like know, a... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Keep making it a thing. It's, a, it's, like a, it's like a vision board, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, I know, what, I was just uh, doing Mean Girls there. <laughs> what if I got up, like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom, and behind me was a big poster of Pete Holmes just to, just to try <laughs> subliminal? <laughs> uh, but, no, I interrupted you. You said uh, you were saying something about, like, let's say I was a wrestler. Yeah, so let's say you're a wrestler, and I'm a wrestler, and then... You punch me, you punch me, you punch me, and you just keep punching me, and I and I don't react to it at all. Uh-huh. You're punching me, I don't act like it hurts me. Like in wrestling, when somebody's punching somebody, they they oversell it big, like that's part of yeah. it. But if you're hitting me and I don't even like, what is what is the point of hitting me? Unless you hit me one good time, I could sell it real big. I don't have to sell a hundred punches if i can sell one real good punch and make make both of us look better okay and in that in that um analogy i'm kind of imagining myself as the puncher as the comedian on stage and you being the crowd like if i'm not doing a good one you're not gonna set like you're not gonna laugh i'm not gonna sell yeah 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 sell selling it dude wrestling terminology has become such a big part of of my life but when it comes to more when it comes to like sell like selling and and putting over and just those words a lot of other wrestling people will be like oh yeah i say mark all the time i say gimmick all the time shut up sit down (laughs) oh that reminds me you were talking about a mark in one of your podcasts before what is it i don't know what it is oh mark is like it's um you know that wrestling started at like carnivals, right? Like pro wrestling started in the carnival scene, right? I see that. Were they like wrestling the bear? So they had the whole like, come one, come all, come see the freak man, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. So when they're walking in the building, they go, oh, there's there's a mark, there's a sucker who's gonna get it. There's here's one. Oh, that was yeah. We were talking about who's gonna how- buy who's gonna buy everything we're selling to him. He's the mark. We're gonna. Our goal is to make sure that Mark spends all his money on our on our show. Um, We're gonna make sure that Mark reacts to everything the way we want him to react. That's where the word comes from. Um, but it it definitely is like with Mark, it kind of means like you're a fan. You're a fan. Okay. So if if I'm saying like, oh, I I mark for you, like I'm a fan of you for sure. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mark, I mark for your podcast. I dig it. Thank you. Oh, here, hold on. Thank you. It's called your mom's bed, right? 
Yeah, it's actually called your dad's house. And uh, <laughs> no, I, I know that's like you guys love that show, and that's like the vibes you guys have. Yeah, I, I certainly hope so. I want to turn in uh, turn it into uh, YouTube videos eventually, so we can watch clips and stuff. Uh, I don't even care if we get copyright stricken or whatever. I, I don't. I I'll post it, post it on Facebook. They won't copyright strike it. I don't like. <laughs> Yawn. YouTube. Uh, but uh, after listening, <laughs> no. everything all, everything can okay. be a show for sure. Uh, after listening to you talk to. I thought I was going to only love, not going to lie, I started off just listening to you interview other comedians, just because I was like, I'm going to relate to them more. But right. listening to the wrestlers, it's so easy. You were talking about in one of your uh, one of your interviews, is like, I was reading a wrestler's book, and I could replace pro wrestler with comedian. And that's so true. That is 100% true, because I'm listening to this. Something... I was a guest on another comedian's podcast and he said that to me and like, I haven't stopped thinking about it. Man, like it's so, cause literally every time you go out there, it's a match. You're fighting the audience, right? Yeah. The, the only difference is you don't necessarily know who's going to come out on top. Well, I like to look at it this way. I say when, when you're, when you're wrestling, your, your partner, your partner is more or less the person you're in there with. That yes. person's more of your partner than, like, if you had a tag team partner. The, you're making a show. You're putting a show together. Huh. Um, so you're, you're wanting to manipulate their emotions, just like what we do on stage when we're comedians. So I'll hit a, a, a punchline on stage, the audience pops. I hit a move that's good, the audience pops. Depending, It doesn't matter what the sound is. If it's laughter, that's um, that's me doing comedy. You know what I mean? If it's it's at me, you know, in a ring, it's they pop because it was a nice move. Or if I was like, if I was like, I'm gonna say a thing right now that's the most offensive thing to say to everybody here in this crap hole in Jersey, and then they'll all go boo. Then they popped exactly the way I wanted them to pop. That's exactly how I do my uh, my podcast. Like we were talking, like. I try yeah, to make yeah. people boom. There's, there's like a, like a dirtbag heelness to it. Yeah, I get it. Okay, now in your preference, shit, I was trying not to ask these basic questions, but maybe you've never gotten this one. Maybe. Do you like playing the villain or the hero more? Or does it matter to you at all? Um, I've done tons of podcasts about wrestling. Huh. where I've answered this question many a times, so... <laughs> That's so hack of you, and I won't answer it. <laughs> Damn it. No. Okay, we'll have a better one. No, no, no. No, I can honestly, let me honestly answer the question because I'm just messing around. I yeah. for sure have gotten that question a million times, but it's okay. worth answering it a, a million and two times. I don't mind it at all. When, all it right. come to, when it comes to being in the ring, the more, a lot of times, the more experienced person, uh, is normally the heel, which is the bad guy. Um, so I think heel, I have more control on the match. So I, it's like I'm, I'm putting the baby face where they need to be, instead of being the baby face put where I need to be. That's so weird. I, I would have thought it would be the other way around. Why? Why would you think it's the other way around? <laughs> 
I, I don't know. I just for some reason it's like I'm better. I'm gonna win today. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that. That's that same BS I told you about the other day when we were talking about it. Yeah, I, said, I, I can't get you, that out of my head, man. I said, dude, get the idea of winning and losing out of your head. It's not really a contest. We are we are in contest with the match before us and the match after us to have to have the show flow the right way. You know what? I the reason I might have that mentality. Um, is because when I was uh, like 15, I got my first sponsorship to play video games competitively. Uh-huh. So, and then, uh, I mean, I did that for maybe a year. I was making $40 a day, which was buku bucks for somebody who was a junior in high school, you know? And, uh, but as soon as I was done with that, I kept, I kept playing and trying to get better, but at a different game now that offered more money because I just had that competitive so I moved on to a game called League of Legends, and then I got semi-pro sponsorship there, played for a team called Seattle Siege for, like, three months. And uh, and ever since, like, I still play the game almost every day to this day because I want that feeling again. I want to win. And that's why I think that's why I started doing comedy again, because I'm not semi-pro anymore, and I need a little bit of attention. I need another win. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like that dopamine. I can't. St- I'm addicted. I'm addicted. You don't have to win to get attention. Some people love you unconditionally and love you for who you are. You don't have to win to get attention. You get attention through being good. And it doesn't mean you have to win to be good. And just because you win doesn't mean I lose. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I can yes. be happy for you yeah. in winning as happy as I can be in losing because that winning losing shit is so dualistic. There's so many other ways, you know what I'm saying? There's so, and, and in, in wrestling, as far as in wrestling, if we're going back to pro wrestling, that uh-huh. shit doesn't matter at all. Like yeah. winning and losing doesn't matter. That's all your ego. It only matters to your ego. And that's, and you know, you're not alone in that. I mean, I for sure have felt that felt that way too where i'm like oh man i should be over in this match oh man why aren't they you know why aren't they giving me why aren't they giving me the opportunity that they need to be giving me i'm clearly better than this person i don't know why i've got to go why i gotta go job for that guy like i i just that's i've been there i've been there i get it but i can go back to my head and go you're doing this because you love it man so love everything about Please tell me for Halloween you were Guru Pitka from uh, from the Love Guru. Because <laughs> that was a terrible movie. You got you got that that like where it's like funny but insightful, and I'm gonna make you feel so fucking good even though you're probably not that good of a guy. Like you're gonna like you're gonna pick up a racist and help him get gas. Like <laughs> you're a fucking saint, man. Is what I'm trying to say. See, I, I really, I really appreciate that. I really, really do. And you know what? Some of that, some of that's gonna stick with me. I'll, I'll continue hearing that through the weekend, and probably that, that'll get me through. And I'll be thinking about that later about these amazing compliments you're giving me. I really, really appreciate it. Let me say this though. Okay. Please don't put yourself down to compliment me. Did, did I? Yes. You said, oh, oh, he's gonna. You you probably you probably aren't that good, or what? You said something like that. You put yourself down inside of complimenting me. 
You absolutely don't have to do that. I get the self-deprecation gimmick. I get it. I get why, like, it's supposed to seem endearing. But, like, you can buy your own hype in that stuff. Like, you can actually not like yourself. And then you sabotage your success. Yeah, I mean, I... whatever your success is going to be. Because none of us really know. None of us know, you know, what tomorrow is. I actually open my most of my sets with self de- self deprecation. No, just because- I know, and I, and and you telling me about it, yeah, it's like eat me up a little bit. Well, no, You're, it's just you told me about de- it twice now. Oh yeah, well, it, I mean, it. I feel like it diffuses the crowd, and no, like it, it does, it does, because it's because they all everybody who's at anything looks at anybody else and figures they are exactly what you they think they are you know so if you go if if you're if you got the balls to go up on and stand up on stage with a microphone and and talk talk and think that like you're more important than me you're obviously not funny and then you then you say this you say a thing to them and it kind of lightens their guard a little bit like okay well all right i get it like, exactly. Like when I'm doing these, like the the first place I was doing uh, gigs at here in Washington was a uh, it was a biker bar, and like you can see me, I'm, I I don't look like I belong there at all. So when I show up, they're like, "What do you want?" Essentially, and mm-hmm. they all think of the same thing. Look at this this little boy. Essentially, they're all older than me. So the first thing I do is make fun of myself, so they know that I know we're on the same page. Like. And then as soon as I say something similar to what they're thinking, like this dude's a little brat. Why does he think he's going to make us laugh? And then I go, yeah, I know. I, I know I look like Harry Potter dropped out of Hogwarts, developed a drinking problem and got depressed. And so then they're like, ah, okay. He knows he looks like that. And then, then you got, they're on your side now. They're like, well, I'll listen well, to his next. If you wanted to take that a step further in the self-deprecation line, I mean, I can, I can riff there. I can live there yeah. for comedy's sake. For comedy's sake, but I know that I have enough opposing it. Uh, but for comedy's sake, you can be like, well, the thing is, I tried to be cool. I had that same shirt that you're wearing. It just isn't cool on me. <laughs> I just can't pull it off. I can't pull off that leather. I just can't pull. I can't wear it. It looks like it's my kink and not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I honestly, when I wear what you're wearing, I look like I'm a gimp that escaped. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could be as cool as you. I am not. I'm just not. Uh, man, it just, talking to you like has, I just started going into like, like the wrestling stuff. Like, and I'm not necessarily watching it myself, but every time I go out to the living room in my girl's place, her, uh, her roommate is watching it. And, so I was getting into it with him, and after talking to you and knowing what they're, you know, really can, they're really people, they're not characters or anything, it turns out that uh, wrestlers are kind of just uh, n- nerds with muscles. <laughs> yeah, I mean, partly, I, yesterday, I mean, but... ideally they have muscles, ideally. <laughs> yeah. Most of them, not so much. They're just nerds. But they also have the same problem that comedians have, where almost all of them were like, yeah, when that, I was younger. That, 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 that unending seek for validation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that on both sides. And then when, when they're younger, something like 
traumatic essentially happened. Oh yeah. All of us. We're damaged folks. And the, the weird part is I don't even really know what it is. I just know that I didn't have a dad and I was sad. Like I didn't know specifically what it was. That's your damage, dude. It's all good. It's my roommate Sam. I mean, that's the sound guy. He does all the sound guy. Oh, neat. (laughs) But yeah. uh, Let let me real quick. I I, just get back on to what I was saying. Yeah, go ahead. Your damage doesn't have to be humongous. Doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be nothing. Anything can be your damage. It's not. It's not defined by like by some abuse. It's abuse right there. If you grew up without your father, that you you were abandoned. Like that's some damage. I mean, so yeah. it, it, it's like it's, it's it's like a. Why would you want to define your damage anyway? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds really bad. I don't need an insurance broker to come tell me what the damage is on my on my vehicle <laughs> on my, my life's timeline. <laughs> yeah. You I don't see, give you, me see right here, you see right here when you were when you were five years old, you let that man touch you in a weird way that you felt weird about when you were like fifteen, but you didn't talk about it. Yeah, that's your damage that. right there. I told you that in confidence yesterday. I didn't know you were going to bring it up on the podcast, man. <laughs> you got some good karma coming your way. <laughs> God damn. I'm having so much fun, dude. The anxiety, the jitters are gone, man. Good, good. And hopefully those moon jumpy bugs will be soon. All right. You just got my adrenaline going again. You got me, got me going. <laughs> dude. I, I'm a legitimate fan of your podcast. Anytime you need someone, I know you have a backlog, but anytime you need somebody to do callbacks, I got it. I'm listening to your stuff every Monday, guaranteed. And I'm going to text. It's it's so weird to have somebody that does a podcast that I can text. I can be like, "Hey, dude, is he really that cool?" or whatever, you know. And you're just like, "No, nah, no, nah, none of them are that cool, man." <laughs> like, or whatever. I told you that's, that's that's confidence, man. I told you that. In co- <laughs> Don't go around blowing me up like that. You're gonna make everybody not want to be guests on the show. Yeah, that's how I get in it more, man. I got. <laughs> <laughs> you just sabotage everybody else's chances. Then you you know you're at the front of the line. <laughs> no, man. But it's 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 the coolest feeling because I was just telling my girl today because we work in the same place, mm-hmm. but I'm the. I'm the computer guy, and she's the shipping person. So uh, I have to go to her area, but I still I do. And I'm like, hey, it is so – imagine listening to your mom's house, and you can text Tom Segura, like, I can't believe you didn't bring up the fact that blah, 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 blah. And then I can do that to you, and you're like, yeah, dude, I thought the same thing after I posted that. I should have said this. Like, it's so insane and adds, like, a behind-the-scene. Imagine watching one of your favorite movies, and you're watching it with the director. You know what I mean? Like – that's crazy. I, I appreciate I, that you're so open to talking too, man. I I would love to be that for anybody always because there's so many people I would love that them to be that way for me. But I just get so like imagine you're listening to you're listening to my podcast and then you send me a text message about that specific thing and I just never write you back. Yeah. Like you it, don't know. 
you'll never know how I felt about what you really said or if I agree or disagree or anything. I get overly analytical. That's like a huge thing that I have. I break so many things down and I analyze everything. Like um, my friend, my friend Zach was doing comedy in, in Philly. He's from, he's from New York. And like his podcast is kind of a big deal. So like he, when, when he's, when he's doing comedy, people will show up and they'll be fans of the pod. They just, they love uh, the show. It's called real ass podcast. So, Um, and, and, and some people will come up to him at the shows and be like, dude, I listen every day. And he's like, okay, thanks bud. See ya. And like, they leave. I'm like, that couldn't be me. I'd have to be like, what episodes did you like the most? What'd you like about it? Tell me I'm pretty. Like, (laughs) You'd never be able to sleep again if you were if you got super big. You'd never be able to sleep again because you would talk to every single last. Right. You would have a meet and greet, and it would be included with every ticket. You'd be like, "You have to come talk to me. I want to know your opinion, and I love you." You, you would I, I give them all a hug despite COVID. Like, I want to hear everybody's experience, and I want. I don't. I mean, I. Here you go. Uh, just tell me about the time that you were five years old and that man touched you in a weird way and you thought about it once again when you were 15. For sure, tell me all about it. I want to hear it. I want to <laughs> discuss it. I want to... I want to uh, reenact <laughs> I said, I want to reenact it. Wait, let's, yeah. let's go through the step. <laughs> you, show, you show me on me where he touched you. <laughs> No, but but for real, if there's anybody listening right now and and they've gotten this far through the podcast, first off, I want to say thank you. That means you enjoy not only him, maybe you're only listening to say this guest is the worst one he's ever had and you just want more dirt on me. But <laughs> I would have just turned it off. <laughs> I want to say, though, that anybody that wants to talk to this beautiful angel of a human and if you're a listener and don't talk to him, it's crazy because he will he will definitely... Now you're going to, here's what you're going to do. You're going to give me a complex. So let me stop you before you go any further. Because no one will reach out to me. And then I will be like, wow, nobody listens to the show. So please don't go any further with it. Because I will, this is going to drive me crazy, Justin. You don't know. Like, oh, I, 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 it's, it, it, it's like a, it's like a, I feel, and, and I say this all the time. And I hate, I hate saying it because it, it like, minimalizes my effort my effort my effort is amazing so i'm not i'm not trying to i'm not trying to downplay it because like i'm i'm consistent i'm consistent so i'm i don't want to self-deprecate but i say when i tweet something the the circumstances and the consequences are so low it's a tree falling in the woods i don't have enough followers i don't have enough listeners it doesn't really matter that much so when you when when I when I put out a pod when I put out a tweet and I go this is a really good tweet, um, no one's gonna see it anyway. It's not gonna matter. Like, so you know, I had that same thought the other day, and it made me create the best post I've ever had. And I thought it was gonna get a ton of likes. And so what it was was I wish any of my posts had as many likes as a Kim or Keeping Up with the Kardashians episode. Right. That was the post. And right. I was like, this one's going to get likes just because it's about likes. And I got three. Right. I was like, ah. 
I the same dude. Like I, I, somebody, somebody's tweet got like this crazy attention today because Bernie Sanders liked it. It was something about something about pronouns, and Bernie Sanders liked it. So a bazillion people looked at the thing, and I and I wrote. I wrote on the reply for, from it, uh, very much love, very much respect. Uh, and I wrote, I wish, I wish that all my tweets had this much attention. Be fun, have safe, keep evolving. Mm-hmm. And that was what I, how I responded. And it got one like. Oh, you know, unfortunate because you know what. And you're telling me that nobody's going to reach out to you. you. You've literally, whether you want me or not, I'm going to be one. Of, you're the shark, and I'm one of those little suckers on your belly. Okay, I'm, I'm literally going to hit you up pretty much every podcast, probably, and just be like, "Hey, that last guest was dope," or "Hey, that last guest was weird," but <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm always gonna, you're gonna always have a friend in me, man. And you have somebody that's reaching out to you. I guarantee you every single podcast, at least once a week, I am going to hit you up, man. I you legit, are, I, you are the Woody to my buzz. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's not going to defeat your ego because I'm talking about me specifically this time. I'm not talking about anyone else. I'm saying I know we've known each other for this short period of time, but really, it, you're a great conversation off mic. There's been times we, we've only been on the phone twice, but both times it was for about two, three hours. Like, it was really easy to talk to you, and you're a brilliant mind in terms of how emotions are way, way involved with physicality. Man. The way you act, the what things you do is all developed by your emotion, and you are the person to explain that. Dude. You've made me a better person already in just a few days that I've listened to your podcast. Really, you made me rethink things. I literally texted my grandma last night about my ex. Because she sent me a picture of our old cat. And I said, no, I don't like that cat anymore. It belongs to a demon lady. Woke up the next morning. And I was like, that was wrong of me to say. So I texted my grandma back. And I said, I don't want that out in the world. I want to retract the last thing I said about that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, and, and it was all because of the things that I've been hearing you say while I'm at work listening to your podcast. All day, man. I mean, really? let, me, let me comment on, on the cat thing before I accept that compliment. Um, you, of course, only want health and wealth and love and light for that cat and for the person who owns that cat. I mean, if they weren't living their life, they'd be with you and you w- weren't happy. So hopefully you're happier now that you're not with that person. And ideally, that person's happy however they are with whoever they're with. Yeah, and I wouldn't have this amazing new podcast with this amazing new girl who treats me right like it's it's awesome like everything happens for a reason and i shouldn't trash talk anything that happened in the past because i like the person i am right and it's it's it's, it's tough it's a, in a tough place to be because everything that happened in your past taught you a lesson some one way or the other exactly so, uh you can't like really regret everything you can't regret anything because everything you've done has made you who you are and if you regretted one thing that might have changed a whole lot about what you are and you know what you think about stuff i'm gonna go get no regrets tattooed right across in honor of jason sudeikis call back from <laughs> 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 yeah. oh man 
I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a tattoo of a like a of a, of a gallon, like a gallon, a water gallon, right here, okay. like right here on my on my, in the middle of my chest, like right where my sternum is, and then my stomach is gonna say jug like vomit. <laughs> Wait, do you have any tattoos? I do. Yeah, I I just have like a few leg leg tattoos, but nothing, nothing, nothing that I could uh, really whistle about nothing that i'm excited about no no stories like oh i was drunk in the i was drunk in cabo with my buddies and the undertaker showed up and bet me i couldn't can tattoo myself nothing nothing like that no no i huh? no i'm i uh no like cool story uh, i got the last time i got tattooed the last time i was at a tattoo parlor was um well well, the last time I was at the tattoo parlor was for the scenes that were shot for the movie Bruce. If you saw the movie Bruce, 15-minute short film that I did, available I still, on YouTube. still have it on my tab. I'm watching it literally right after, which means you have to bring me back so we can do a podcast to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Uh, but um, the last tattoo I actually got was uh, on election night four years ago when Donald Trump was elected president. I it, it had nothing to do with why I was getting, but that's the landmark for how I remember it. That's like the place. I was gonna say, like, what is it? The red state of Texas? Or no, the- I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no other no other context of that day or that night or what happened. I knew I knew that that's the day it happened because I remember being on the TV in the shop. If you had to get a tramp stamp, what would it be? It would be it would be Snarf from He-Man, <laughs> or from Thundercats. I'm sorry, Ugh. I stepped over that punchline. Uh, same, same. Oh same. well, uh, let, let me do it again real quick. I'll cut okay. that part out. I'll cut that part out. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut anything out. <laughs> I'd get Snarf from Thundercats <laughs> as a tramp stamp. I think you mean He-Man, right? Uh. <laughs> I wish I wish I had I wish I had a Jamie or somebody to fact <laughs> yeah, check can you that real quick, guys. Just pretend, you know, because they're, they're not gonna they, nobody's gonna remember that you asked. Nobody's gonna remember they're googling anything. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Uh, you can't have more than one screen in your life. You got to have that screen while it's there, and not not four screens at the same time. Just one screen. When you're on that screen, that's the screen you're on. That's down. Then you're on this screen. You can't go, oh, I'm watching this, and I'm watching this, I'm watching this, all at the same time. Like, it's it's too, it's it's like, it's pulling your eyes in all these different directions. It's like you're pulling your attention and your love and your thoughts and your emotions that are tied up in whatever those things are in all these different directions. You're like a, you're like somebody who's being pulled, a, pulled apart by two horses. I, I have a, a an aunt who might prove you wrong on that. She has this lazy eye. That can, uh, she can definitely watch two screens at once. I don't know if she can comprehend both at the same, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, I can read a book really fast. I won't know what it's about. I'll just get through it real fast. Yeah, I'm not gonna comprehend it. That's it. <laughs> I'm not gonna comprehend anything about the book, but uh, I did when I was a little kid. I w- this is another part about. Um, you know, be, coming from somewhere 
and remembering everything you were mm-hmm. to make you who you are in, in a positive way. When I was a kid, I had a real lazy eye. My left eye looked like I was cross-eyed like, all the time. Yeah, is that, yeah, I heard you were talking about the eye patch. And I had to wear an eye patch to the school. And I got made fun of for it all the time. But, like, it fixed me. Like, I, I wouldn't take back getting bullied and made fun of at all for having an eye that doesn't look like that. Okay. So it's, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of a bargain, a give, a give and a take. And it's like, you, prob- you probably came up with some good material because of it, too. Because when I was getting bullied when I was younger, I was coming up with some good, good shit, you know? Like, no, nah, man, I just distanced myself. Like, if ever I was getting bullied by anybody, I would just be like, okay, I'm not only am I walking away from you, I'll probably never come near you again. And so that, I, that, I that made the bullies stop, like, pretty quick. Oh, okay. Because I know you started wrestling at 18. But, oh, no, no you started at 14. I, you didn't get in until 18. I, I, I listen. I listen. I listen. Good. Um, but you never have explained, you probably answered the question, but you've never explained the first time you got on stage as a comedian. Okay. Yeah. At least to me. You yeah. asked me that today. You asked me that, like, yesterday or something, right? Did I? Yeah. Man, I'm so forgetful. I think I have damage like the last comedian you had on here, man. Uh, yeah, I think that was yesterday you asked me about the first time I was on stage. Or maybe that was a couple days ago you said something to me about it. It could have been the first time because the first time I was fairly intoxicated. Right. I, I, <laughs> I talked to you about about how like I killed. And you were like, was it like a bringer show? Did you have all your friends and family there? And I was I, like, no, it wasn't a bringer. It was just me by myself. And I killed it. That's why I, that's why, like, I, my jokes were good. And then you brought up being good looking and being funny on stage. And I was like, <laughs> if, you're, if your material is good, it doesn't matter what you look like. If, if you can make them laugh, you can be a good looking guy that makes them laugh, or you can be an ugly guy that makes them laugh. As long as you make them laugh, that's the point of what you're trying to do. But I don't know if I got the age, though. Like, how, how soon were you on stage? Oh, I mean, just, oh, let me think about it. I was probably 25. 25? Right. That's a late start. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, maybe it was 24, 25 when I got on stage for the first time. You never did, like, a talent show as a comedian when you're, like, you're little and young? I remember oh. I was fourth grade when i did my first joke on stage i still remember the joke i came up with do you remember the one that you did first Uh, joke i used to do this like i used to do this like this like stand-up comedy act but i would act like a puppet was saying it oh actually i think you did explain that i did that in in camp when i was like when i was like eight oh yeah and then like i didn't get on stage again uh until I was like 24 or 25, and that's when I did jokes. When I was trying to do stand-up as, as the puppet, I was, just, I was just riffing, and it wasn't good. So, so oh, well, mine, mine was... the bomb that I ever had. I remember you were talking to Mark Norman about that one, and, and then I remember Mark Norman afterwards goes, been bombing ever since, and I was like, I doubt it. He's pretty good. <laughs> uh, but, uh... You're talking about how good he is. Oh, oh, he is he is amazing, uh, uh, dude. I, I don't know how you got the balls to walk up to him. I would have probably fainted. Like, uh, 
actually what happened was uh, he walked up to me and he was like, are you the guy? And I was like, no. <laughs> All right, no, he goes, uh, you're the guy. Ah. <laughs> like he has that, that ending. Yeah, something like that, yeah. He sounds like a like a eighties uh, like handing out extra extra read it read, come on ah like I love his voice your your impression of him is both very spot on and also very dirt bikey <laughs> sounds like a dirt bike <laughs> well he always adds that ah at the end I love it it's so good well, your your ah at the end sounds like a dirt bike uh, well uh. Uh, we've done quite a few impressions uh i want to go no let's do the impressions first i have one question that i guarantee you've never been asked about wrestling but first um let me hear you said you don't think you have one but come on joey diaz you can do it man that impression oh man i don't know Come on, you just got to put the... Uh... It's Friday night, you fuckers, you cocksuckers. It's Friday night. I don't know. I don't... It's a... Let me tell you something, Joe Rogan. All right. Uh, I was, it was with my buddy Stinky, right? We got this hooker in the back, right? Ten grams of coke all the way on my nose. Like, that, that's my... That's my... Uh, he's so throaty. It's insane. Yeah. I love it, though. It's the best voice. And I think that's a part of the reason why he can say whatever he wants on stage. There's... I, I 100% agree with you. I love Joey Diaz. I listened to I listened to the church for a while, and I'm so happy that he came back with uh, Uncle Joey's joint. But I have to ask you real quick: Do you remember the game we agreed on? Oh yeah, I do. Oh man, I gotta sing. Um, making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Corey's going to pee. Yeah, Corey's going to pee. I'm just singing this song, and I know it's wrong, but I'm living in my misery. I hope he's coming back, because I'm running out of lines. This is going real good. I kind of hope so. And now I'm wondering why. I'm still singing a song that I don't know if it came out in the 90s, but he told me to do a 90s song. And that was, I was only alive for seven years, and you know I'd walk a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. Oh, I can't drum for anything. I, I think that's all of the, oh, perfect timing. Yes, you, you stuck it. You stuck it out, huh? You stuck yes, it out on on the uh, what's that song called? I I only got like the first part of you saying and singing it, and I because before we started recording, I I uh, I asked Justin if he'd play a game with me where if I got up to go pee, he would sing, he would sing a song from the nineties. <laughs> and I, I think it's from the nineties. I actually have to. I'm going to pull a Jamie in there. Yeah, it's probably from the early 2000s, but close enough. Release date, right? Release date. Um, but, uh, oh, 2001. So close. Oh, well. Very, very close. I actually... What a good year that was, 2001. 
one of my first pieces of content ever was I I got my uh, my studio mic, my first studio mic, um, and uh, I wanted to test it out. So I started like doing like some singing and stuff, and nothing serious. But I made my voice as terrible as I possibly could, and redid that song, mm-hmm. and uh, and put it to the music video so it looks like my voice oh, yeah, dude up. i saw it i saw it okay yeah i i saw it it's so funny it was, wait you saw it i did it was hilarious oh <laughs> it was on your tiktok or it was on maybe youtube or something TikTok. yeah it is so yeah. i saw it i saw that it, dude it's so so funny so good <laughs> it, it was like perfectly timed i totally forgot about it and i went to one of my old youtube channels <clears throat> that i made when i was like 18 and it was on there and i was like oh, oh this is a fucking gem I got to <laughs> Yeah, I, I I watched it. Uh, I, it was so good. I, I think I, I DM'd you on TikTok, and I was like, "Dude, this is a good. This is a good page. These are good TikToks." Man, uh, are you ready for that uh, question? I don't think you've ever been asked in uh, in wrestling genre altogether. Are you ready? Can I ask you a question first? Yeah, of course, of course. This is your podcast, man. Can, I don't can, get it until the end. Can so. you can you talk to me about what you said to me before we started recording about uh, not really liking the idea of getting into talking about politics? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I would love to. Not love not to. only because <laughs> I was like, as soon as you were doing it, I was like, you can make this a bit. You can do it on stage. You're like. Really? Not only you said, not only do I not care enough at all, I'm not smart enough to explain to you why you should care. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good. That's a that's a, the the joke is right there. You just have to you just have to say it that exact way. Just gotta. Yeah, I mean, shoot, not, where's my joke book? I have it down here somewhere. <laughs> that, <laughs> I think that's like I'm very hesitant to talk about anything polit- political because. Uh, well, I, you know what? That's almost a direct quote from Joe Rogan, though. He always says stuff like that. I just was kind of, it's not a direct quote, but it's, uh, he essentially says the same thing all the time. Like, you shouldn't take my opinion because I'm, I'm a moron. Like, that's essentially what I'm saying. I just, maybe I worded it better, which is weird. I don't want to say I worded anything better than all Joe right. Rogan ever. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'll use it. You don't, you don't have to use it. I'll, I'll use it. I'll say it that exact way. Uh, I like, I like the idea. Like, yeah, I, I. So to say I'm not smart enough to explain to you uh, the the specifics of the politics, I'm not smart enough to explain to you why you should care as much as you do, because I'm sure you're not smart enough to understand why you should or shouldn't care. Boom! You just blew everybody who's listening to this brain, like, every, just a hundred percent. Like, yeah, why? Why do you think? you're smart enough to, to like why are you trying to jam it down anyone's throat with any sort of policies or politics when you have zero background in it you have no yeah, like, dude you work at the mall shut up yeah like dude why don't you just give me that wetzel's pretzels already okay like i'm hungry <laughs> I, i've been <laughs> i've been saying this a lot lately and i might turn it into a bit um Anybody who cares enough to put a sign that said someone else's name on it in front of their house 
unless that person is a real estate agent selling that house, you probably need to get a life. You probably need to get a hobby. You probably need to stop paying attention to whatever, like whatever they're telling you you need to know because they're only telling you the stuff they think you need to know, not the stuff you actually need to know. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, uh, where I work, a lot of customers come in and ask me about the computers before they buy them. And um, so a lot of them come in and here in Washington, they'll, they, if for some reason, everybody wants to give their opinion. And they, they have masks, you know, they're normal masks. Like, uh, like mine's Nike, you know, but they'll have one that says uh, Trump or Biden on it. And like, it would always upset me either or. Trump or Biden, not because I'm against or with either side, but because they're trying to jam their opinion down my throat before I even say hello. They're saying, hey, you need to know this is who I am. And if you disagree, it's on my face. and You have to look at it while like that's so aggressive. But then this one lady came in and she had one that just said vote. And I was like, you are a beautiful human being. Like you're not telling anybody your opinion, but you're telling everyone that they should have their voice heard but in an anonymous way the way our democracy was meant it wasn't meant for everyone to be like this is who i voted for it was meant to be go into this poll pull the curtains nobody's gonna know who you voted for nobody needs to know that's what it should be you know you sh everybody should be voting but nobody should be jumping out of the booth going go trump or go biden like that that's so arrogant okay so I think two things. One, I think people, people who have this opinion, they don't have it at you. They just have it. But somehow they need to have it at you. And you can take yourself out of taking it personally because it's not about you. It's about them. The, 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 uh, the other part about, uh, about it I was going to say is, like, I, I grew up in the, in the Philly area, right? Mm -hmm. Predominantly, everyone's an Eagles fan. Oh, yeah, of course. Biggest, yeah. The biggest rival is Dallas. So the second somebody comes into anything wearing a Dallas hoodie or, or jacket, hat, or whatever, they get everyone calls them an asshole. Not only does everybody call them an asshole, everyone says, asshole, asshole, asshole. And the people who are getting the asshole reaction need that. They go, oh, these, these haters. Well, how many Super Bowls do you got? And it becomes this thing like, I have to verse you somehow. I have to go against you somehow. Instead, it's like that, this same analogy to the MAGA hats. Like, I feel the same energy from these people. They go, I need for you to hate me because of this this yeah. billboard that I'm wearing. Start something. Like, right. yeah. yeah. It's like, I need, you, like I need this it, as a heel. As a heel, this would be excellent heat. You would get great heat for this. Like, you know exactly what what they want. Yeah, because you, you play that part. Barely often, I'm sure. Yeah, so the whole time when Trump was running or even announced that he was doing anything... Wait, wait, wait. Actually... Trump, Trump has never ran in his life. You're not talking about physically, right? You've seen him. <laughs> I, did, I used to do a joke on stage where I would say, I would say, 
I've, I've got, before, before it became like hack, everybody had Trump material. I said that, uh, I said, uh, I'm calling him Forrest Trump or Forrest, Forrest Trump from now on because he wears a red hat and he just felt like running. No, no, I, you could make that better. Okay. I call him Forrest Trump because even though nobody thought he was going to run, he was like, I'm going to run. And he ended up running and he ended up go, getting so successful. He ended up going to college football. Like he broke the barriers of running that we never thought he would do. Just, yeah, you can go way further with that. Yeah. He broke the braces off of his legs and started running like a mother. <laughs> oh, dude, I did. I did a bit once and, and I, I didn't stick. I didn't stick with it at all. I didn't. I was not committed to it, but it was something about somebody wrote this amazing long article about the illegal activities that Kevin McAllister's father must have been into, like from Home Alone. Yeah. These are Burberry trench coats that the mom, him and his mom are wearing. Wait, like, was it Kevin McAllister? I thought it yeah. was McCauley Culkin. Yeah, the, that was the character name. Oh, okay. I'm stupid. My bad. I'm too young. Culkin <laughs> played Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. <laughs> so <laughs> they talk about the parents and the shady behavior, they like dissected the hell out of Home Alone. And I was like, how come no one's ever dissected Forrest Gump that way? No one's ever, no one's ever gone like, how come the lady died of AIDS, but the kid never had it and Forrest didn't get it? How come that? Man, that's a good question. Cause that's a great film and it should be dissected. Now, although, you know who did dissect it was your mom's house. And they were wondering, is it abuse for Jenny to fuck Forrest? Because he's mentally disabled. Is that taking advantage? I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because uh, she's unclean. I think it's because she, like... Oh, add the AIDS part to it and that makes it... Right. Okay. Yeah, it's abuse there. It's not abuse because he's, he's challenged. Because many of us are. Uh, if you if you were to if you were to deny somebody that you liked because they might be challenged, you're gonna you're probably gonna deny your soulmate. You know? Yeah, I guess that's true. I I wouldn't say it's abuse because he was mentally challenged. I think uh, I think that he's you know he he proved that he can accomplish a lot. So. And, Challenge, challenge isn't even the thing, I guess. Well, you were talking about football earlier, a little bit, about how the Eagles and the, you know, the Cowboys. Right. And we're also talking about, uh, on one of your previous podcasts that I was listening to, you're talking about, I think it was with Mark Norman, uh, how you were saying you think the matches in the NFL are staged the same way that uh, wrestling is. Do you still have that same opinion? Because that must have been two, three years ago when you made that podcast, right? I, 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 have to, I have to say, I don't even care if it is or if it isn't. I don't care enough to care. No, like, this is the weird thing. Like, I don't, I don't have an opinion one way or the other. It probably is. I think everything's a work. It probably is somewhat staged. I want to say... I think I agree with you because after you said that, I started doing some research and I mm -hmm. think I found a conspiracy theory that links up fairly properly. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the Super Bowl in what was it? When, when weed was legal 
in Oregon and Washington. They did it at the same time in the same year. Yeah, I remember. Well, who went to the Super Bowl? It was the Broncos right. and the uh, Seahawks, right? I remember. Yeah, and the Seahawks destroyed the Broncos. Yeah, Super Bowl. Right, right. And also the fact that the country is taxing this weed now. So right. by giving these states a platform for millions of Americans to watch, they're now going to sell more weed because everybody's like Colorado, Washington, and then the bandwagoners might visit, spend more tax dollars. And dude, I was like, boom, like you're right, probably. And which sucks because I'm a huge football fan. But even even so, I'm still going to watch. I don't I want to see the script still. I'm still going to watch Breaking Bad. It's every episode. Yeah, it's such a work. Everything's a work. Every and uh, Matt McCarthy actually did this in his new album. His new album is a. It's it's called uh, Sober Dad. Check that out. Um, But it's just a good album. But he does a thing where he talks about wrestling, and and like the main argument from people is that it's fake. And it's like, like everything's fake. Every single thing you watch is fake. Like, like. Walter White isn't a real person. He's it's an actor faking. Like even the bachelor. Show, like, what? Even the Bachelor, the reality TV shows. All, Those all, are all super fit. And it's like, and uh, and then he said the other excuse was like, <laughs> the other excuse people give is like, oh, it's it's lame now. I liked it when I was twelve. And it's like, well, everything's better when when you're twelve. You were probably better when you were twelve. Yeah, you know what I wanted every single night when I was twelve? Ice cream. You know what I could really care about less? Ice cream now. Like right. everything was awesome back then. Like, yeah, yeah. you're totally right. Like, you're you're a you're a real person now who has yeah. the ability to watch whatever you want. When you're twelve, you're at the mercy of whoever wants to watch whatever, whenever. Like, uh, I I would watch wrestling like crazy when I was a kid, but like. My sisters and brother wouldn't be watching it. Like, they could go somewhere else and watch TV. But uh, every Monday, every Monday, Raw on one TV, Nitro on the other. And I still remember back when I was, I must have been, yeah, about 10 to 12, watching uh, mankind shove socks into people's faces. <laughs> like, he pulled it out of his, out of his gear. And, he, uh, out of, right out of the front, like out of his balls, and he would just, <laughs> right. and he would just be like, "Yeah, mother, motherfucker, just, just <laughs> fucking cobra it in there." But uh, um, as a child, like before you were fourteen, before you got on first, no, you know, what? better question: Who do you think has these tiniest nuts due to steroid use in the WWE? Um, and that includes WWF, so past people too. I'm going to say Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That dude's getting huge for Jumanji. He has uh, nuts. I, I, you know what? I, I don't, I don't really think so. I mean, there's a lot of uh, human gro- growth hormone, ho- human growth hormone, probably like a lot, a lot of experimental things and, and stuff. But I don't know about steroids per se. I mean, Man. maybe, maybe. Didn't he uh, publicly state that he did it for uh, Jumanji to get, like, bigger? I mean, he did a whole movie about steroids. Did you see, uh, did you see that Pain and Gain? Did you see that movie? I don't think I did, no. 
Oh man, he, 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 he's not ducking from it. He's not ducking from it. But for sure, I've never spent more than two seconds thinking about Dwayne's nuts. <laughs> and you're just you're just doing that to pad yourself so that when you meet him, he's not like I heard that podcast man talking yeah. about my nuts. Now he's gonna be like, thank you for defending my nuts, man. Yeah, I've never, never, never spent too much time actually thinking about anybody's balls or like judging anybody for uh, any kind of uh, performance-enhancing drug in any way because for sure we're performers, and if we can enhance that, let's enhance it. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you, you've heard half of my first podcast with my fiance. You know, I just come with these left field fucking right it's a it's like a real it's a real heel thing like it's really just like i'm gonna see if i can really get them i'm gonna see if i can really get what i was hoping what i was hoping was uh you would be like well you know i use them all the time and like <laughs> well, well it's it's a really funny thing uh, i i live with wrestlers it's just me and me and wrestlers in this ass so it's like uh somebody came over and they said like steroids and i was like are you judging steroids in a house full of wrestlers? What are you doing? So when you guys get in an argument, are you uh, are you guys like let's let's uh, handle this, and you guys like wrestle each other, and then the other roommate gets to decide like uh, like uh, who wins essentially? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Uh, Dude, no. that would so that would be so sick if I got in an argument like who wants to do the dishes and we all had to do five minute sets and whoever was the funniest set didn't have to do the dishes. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that might shock you. What's that? I don't get in many arguments. Oh, that is a shocker, man. That you, you seem like the guy picking fights everywhere, dude. Don't get in many arguments. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen very much. Probably the guy that hears arguments and you go to it and go what can i do to help guys <laughs> what can i do uh, to me to me i feel like um so many people it's weird i was actually just listening to tony hinchcliffe episode, the tony hinchcliffe episode of joe rogan and they were, oh, talking, yeah. they were talking about monkeys and yeah. how the monkeys like just like quick react and like will bite your fingers off and like go go to kill you and like you can't go i'm sorry i didn't mean it i'm sorry i didn't mean i should have brought you cake too i'm sorry i didn't mean it see but the understanding is that the that that monkey used to be my monkey and i want to visit him on his birthday and give him cake because we have a personal connection and i don't have one with you like that's what happened to this man he brought cake to a monkey that used to be his pet at a center where other monkeys were the other monkeys saw that that man had brought birthday cake to this monkey, broke out of their cells and attacked that man because he didn't bring them cake too. It's man. like very like, that's so core because so many people are like that. So many people have that moment. Like we're, there's absolutely no way that, that, that humans aren't just more evolved monkeys. What if, what if he goes, what if he did think of that? He's like, he, he calls up, he's like, hey, how many monkeys are there? And like, oh, there's, there's 17 of them. So he goes, gets the cake, he goes home and cuts it into 17 exact slices. 
But because right. the monkeys don't realize that this full cake can be divided, like divided into everyone, he's like, no, he's like dying trying to explain, like, there's one for all of you. <laughs> he knows I like chocolate and not vanilla. Ah. <laughs> Oh but, man! Yeah, I I think a lot of people like a lot of people love being upset. Like that helps them deal with things. Like I say, I I like to say this, and you've probably heard me say it before. If you've listened to the show when I talk about when I talk about so many people spend time reacting to things so much. So they're creating things to happen in their life so they can react to them. They're so busy creating positions out of the reactions that they never create like good stuff that they don't have to react to. So being like a, a deliberate creator in your existence is, is uh, so much easier said than done. Well, as a person that kind of, fortunately, I'm guilty of, being that person sometimes it's what it is is uh when you get when you're upset and then a problem is caused because you're upset now you have the excuse well i was upset because of blah 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 as opposed you're you're afraid you're gonna mess up something while you're in a good mood and then you instead you just jump the gun and say yeah i am an asshole because you think it's and then you you know you jump into it instead of trying to yeah, I mean, you get what I'm trying to say, there's right? A word, not- there's a word that I use a lot that you might hear me say a ton more. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Accountability. If somebody else is always the problem, the common denominator in all those problems is you. Yeah, exactly. You, think of it like a game show wheel. Like like when they do Price is Right, they, the showdown, show, the, whatever, the showdown room or whatever, they spin the big wheel. Imagine, uh-huh. imagine like a Wheel of Fortune wheel where there's yeah. prizes on each thing. Each one of those prizes is replaced with names of other people, other things. Yeah. When you spin that wheel, the, the, the spot that has your name on it is just like the little tiny sliver of the other thing. When your spot, your name should be on every one of those spots. Like you're the accountable one you you spin that accountability wheel and it doesn't land on you keep spinning it till it does all right i like that um man i just wanted to say the first i'm I'm bringing it back to your previous guests again but i wanted to tell you this is it did you meet todd glass first before or did you like reach out and he was like let's do this you guys talk for a little bit um so you know do you know chip chantry is i can't say i do unfortunately he's he's a friend of mine a philly comedian who um goes to la and will open for todd and like go on tour with him uh chip chip did an episode of my podcast todd heard it and we exchanged emails back and forth and uh and uh that's how that happened yeah that's awesome. Well, uh, I was going to say the first time uh, that I was exposed to Todd Glass, I must have been 14 years old, 15 years old, and it was on Tosh.0. Oh. Yeah, the, the Awful Prank Show? Yep, the Awful Prank Show. 
And I thought he was going to be that guy. No, this guy is the sweetest, most open-minded guy I have ever heard in a pod. Like, that's insane. Like, he can really just grasp that evil persona just for a skit. That's If you're listening right now, if you listen to the other guys, you should probably listen. To if you're listening right now, talk. That was awesome, Todd. Like, I expect you to be. A, I clicked on it expecting something different. Got the exact opposite and still loved it. You get what did I'm you, saying? Did you watch his stand-up specials though? I haven't seen his most recent ones. I've seen him, uh, and even even his stand-up specials are pretty um, pretty aggressive, if I remember right. Anyways. <laughs> That's that's a part of a part of it is like the some some of the aggression is clickbait. You know what I mean? Some of the aggression is like uh, I have your attention now. There's deeper things going on that no one's paying attention to. Everybody should be paying more attention to. And I think that that's Todd's that underscores Todd's like entire show when he's he like did a he did a bit before where he was like yeah yeah can't say Merry Christmas anymore. And like he's like, old jerks are like, you can't say Merry Christmas anymore. It's like, yeah, you can, but you just have to respect the fact that not everybody's gonna want to hear it. Or like, like it was like, just like you can go around and say, oh hi, Glenn, to everybody, and only some of the people are Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> not, not everyone's gonna go, hey, uh, uh, my name's not Glenn. Not every single person is gonna do that. Man, the uh, I was super impressed with how composed and woke he was, and I was also impressed with his studio was insane, right? Yeah, that's neat. I super wanted, neat. I wanted to tell you that you didn't, you didn't fanboy on that as much as I would have, man. I would have been like, oh, I, I did the first time. I think the first time I had him on. Oh, so that was the second time. The first time was two years prior. Yeah. So. Two years before, I had Todd Glass on, and I listened back to the episode the night the night that we recorded it, and I was huh. so like proud of it as as I was doing it. I was like, I got this, I'm nailing it, it's great. But I listened back to it, and I'm like, look, 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 and 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 the point of that, and 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 here, and I I like did a joke, I did a joke, like a like a like a something I was doing on stage, and he was like. Oh, you know, I don't really like it. And I was so beaten up because and I was like, well, it wasn't now that I think about it, it wasn't that good of a joke. And it was really easy for me to abandon. <laughs> but, uh, I listened back. I tried to listen back to it right before we were recorded. We were going to record the other one. And I was too embarrassed. I had to turn it off. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. There was another part in that episode where you didn't have you listened back to it. No. Okay, so there's one part where uh, he goes, yeah, um, and hopefully in two years we'll rewatch this one and we'll both be embarrassed. Right. And then yeah. he started talking and he goes, and then maybe we'll both take our own lives. And you go, wait, what? Because you didn't hear him. And he was like, never mind. And I was dying because just the whole, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was like another part of the, the thing I was telling you earlier. Like, the the idea of going, this has got to be funny. And when we talked on the phone the other day, you were like, this has got to be funny. There's got to be jokes in it. I got to write stuff. And I'm, no, you're just making it a chore. 
you you got when you turn it into a chore who loves their chores not a whole lot of people love their chores so as long as you go like oh Jump i want this that's who yeah this, <laughs> those uh was really i'm fine. sorry i'm beating that one like a dead horse man i'm just <laughs> what, what are they called again uh, moon jumping bugs. I loved that episode. <laughs> it's the whole time you were like jumping bugs, and he's like, "No, they make noise." Did I say jumping? And then uh, he was like, "It's a." Uh, and you guys pretty much, I, I almost wanted to put the words together because you both said the words that create the word. I almost wanted to create it and bring the sound bit into this, but that would have been rude. <laughs> Which is that from? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. No, it's from your podcast. Oh, it sounded like you were saying it was from something else. No, no, no. It was from your podcast with, um, he was a very funny comedian. Uh, it's the, um, something about if you, empty seats don't laugh, empty uh, chairs don't laugh. Adam Nutter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, now that I know how big your backlog is, that was like two months ago. Okay. So probably not as funny of a callback for you as it is for me considering i just listened to it today but <laughs> any listener is dying right now they're like oh i forgot about that <laughs> yeah the, 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 it's funny man thinking about it like that when when i talk about when i talk about the thing when i talk about the thing with pete holmes so going back to pete holmes where we talked about he told his manager that he wanted to do a podcast and he explained mark maron's podcast and he was like, well, Mark, Mark Marin does that. And he was like, well, he's him, I'm me. And I, and I take that when it comes to doing my podcast. Because, of course, there's things that I was like inspired by. But none of the other people who are doing the things I'm doing are doing all those things. Nobody else has my perspective. Nobody else is a pro wrestler, comedian, actor, and, you know what I mean, and podcaster. Nobody else has those everybody else nobody else uh is doing all those things and have uh, a lesbian mom or a brain surgery survivor or like all like that's all very me it's so sure why not if i have the opportunity to have a voice why not build a voice and then like impact somebody else to go oh i'm gonna start a show and it's gonna be just like that because as a, as a person who wants to do a podcast, I think about the podcast I listen to. So if I'm doing a podcast with you, of course I'd want it to be a podcast as a podcast listener that I'd want to hear. Yeah, yeah. and I, I hope this is one you want to hear, man. I hope but, so. I mean, uh, I, I love me a lot, so I'm going to listen I'm the same way. That's the comedian's brain, man. Uh, but, yeah, it's weird. You are the only – I think you might be – one in seven billion i don't think anybody else on the planet does comedy is a wrestler does acting also does uh i mean podcasting i okay so the only things i can think of dwayne johnson he's missing stand-up comedy he's missing podcasting kevin hart he's missing wrestling and he's missing uh pretty much acting and uh <laughs> i'm sorry that was that was that was punching up that's what you're supposed yeah. to do, right? You punch up. <laughs> I got insulted for my, my Philly brethren. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. You were the one that educated me on that. I had no clues from Philly. No clue. 
But um, I uh, I don't know if you want to cut or if you want to end this, but I do have to go to the bathroom now. Um, it's up to you, man. It's up to you. Uh, just go to the bathroom. All right. Um, wait, is the game for you, too? I guess, yeah. Oh, okay. I'll be quick. I'll be quick. All right. I have to put it on in the background. On some some Whitney. Yeah. yeah. What? This is the Zoom doing greatest love. What a good song. Children of the future, teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride, make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. Everybody's searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. Never found anyone to fulfill my needs. A lonely place to be. So I learned to depend on me. Never to walk in anyone's shadow. If I fail, if I succeed, at least I live as I believe. No matter what they take from me, they can't take away my dignity. Dude, committed. What a what a good tune. Man, I went I went down. Somebody was in the bathroom. I had to go in the backyard. I haven't oh. done that in a while. <laughs> well, no. uh, I mean, it's natural. <laughs> I mean, I hope I don't kill the plants with all the... I've been drinking the devil's juice. So. Oh, they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. They'll just be like, what the heck? Oh, come on. Um, I've been meaning to ask, uh, are there any clubs doing like outside gigs or like half capacity out there? Or? So... The same thing with the clubs for me, uh, for for like the same as like my podcast and uh, the same as like my Twitter following. It's like I don't have a home club. I don't have clubs that believe in me. So like it's not like something I really pay that much attention to. Um, but there are some stuff going, some things going on. I and think when, oh, I'm sorry. Even that. 
when's the when's the last time you were on stage then um well i hit a open mic that was in delaware in in the summertime and uh i did a mic that was like right down the street at some outside like dive bar and uh, so that was like that was like October, maybe September, October, or something like that. That's awesome, man. I haven't in Washington. Literally, it's illegal to like. Um, I tried to put on a show in my backyard, mm-hmm. and uh, like the neighbors were getting mad, and they would they'll call the cops, and then we'll get in trouble. So like, it's it's literally impossible for. It's like backyard wrestling right now. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's so hard to. The good news is that the police, they're, they're not mean. They're not like, we're going to take you in for having so many people. Well, you, have, you can have like a Lenny Bruce moment while the cops show up. You can be like, vaginas, vaginas, and just say like <laughs> a bunch, say a bunch of like words that would have gotten you arrested back in the day. Be like, ah, you see that? They're censoring me. These police are shutting it down to censor me. All I'm talking about is blowjobs and stuff. And they just, it's too much for them. They got to <laughs> shut me down. Well, now if you had to do that one, you'd have to use the new politically incorrect things like uh, "that's so gay" and uh, "I I don't know." Uh, Blue lives matter. I don't, <laughs> you know, like you know, say all lives matter. <laughs> there we go. So weird. It, and it's it's weird, like bring just bringing that up, and I'll get I'll get right off it in a second. But like the whole like pretty much anybody who says like all lives matter mostly uh isn't i they don't have the idea that like this isn't necessarily about black lives matter and yours don't because for sure they're saying black lives aren't being treated like they matter as much as everyone else's yeah but that that phrase doesn't uh, you can't put that on a shirt it's too small too big (laughs) It's, it's like well, that's a lot of that's a lot of writing. That's a lot of letters. It doesn't seem very channable. We're not saying your lives don't matter. We're saying our lives matter just as much as your lives. You can't really chant it, dude. Make that into a bit. That's so fucking good. That's so fucking good. <laughs> but today I saw a man. Uh, I, I was I was working down in the hood in Philly. And I saw a, a a black dude. We were standing in line, like a, at a social distance away, at a bagel place, and he was wearing an "All Lives Matter" mask. And uh-huh. I was like, "I think he might not get it. <laughs> oh, he doesn't get it." But like, who am I to go? Hey, black guy, you're not woke enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me tell you something about race. <laughs> Hey, not all lives matter. Black lives matter, sir. Oh, yeah. I had a, a, a tiny bone to pick with you with the, the Johnny Pemberton interview. Oh, man. I, okay. I'll try to remember some of that. You uh, you didn't bring up... You don't have to remember anything. I'll tell you. You didn't bring up It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia at all. Did, was that, did I have an opportunity to, and I didn't? I mean, you guys were talking about his TV career, and I'm like, man, that's where I discovered him was asking D if she's ever taken it up the butt. 
like that. <laughs> I was like, I know, you know what? I probably never. I didn't remember he was in that episode. Man, yeah, he was only in one episode, so it is understandable. But that was a. Uh, I, I think well, the I, reason I'm so bigger fan from Zorn, and bigger fan from. Uh, Superstore, uh, Superstore, yeah, and uh, I was also, I also, uh, this might be sneak behind the curtain, but who cares? No one's listening. <laughs> uh, he was always on. He's always on Duncan Trussell's podcast, and I love Duncan Trussell's podcast. And oh. uh, and I was like, oh, if this guy's like close friends with Duncan. Maybe I'll get in with him, and then there's uh-huh. a network opens up. But like, of course it won't. I mean, of course it didn't because like. That wasn't, you know, it's not ready to happen at the time. No, or, but it, 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 it's a lot of me going back to saying, like, it's got to be worth something for you. Like, my, your time isn't, your time, like, your time somehow spent with me isn't as valuable when you don't know who I am. Right? So, like, if, if uh, like, my social media presence was more popping, if, like, I had, if I had a blue check mark and a million followers, uh, then they'd automatically respond to me and like absolutely pursue being on my podcast. But since I have no blue check mark and I have 540 some followers, uh, what's in it for them? You know, that's true. I'm actually kind of glad we, because originally we were going to do this uh, two days ago. Okay. And if we had done it, I don't know if you remember. I'm sure you do remember. I accidentally listened to the wrong podcast. Yes. The wrong podcast. And there was only 33 episodes and there was no Johnny Pemberton and there was no Mark Norm. Like, and like, there was no you. So it wasn't as good of a podcast either, for sure. But um, I'm glad that it happened today so that I I got a chance to become a fan of yours. But uh, essentially what I'm trying to say is there was one podcast I did before this one, which I uh, I got paid a handsome sum for, for whatever reason. I uh, don't know why. There was, it was literally the first podcast I've ever guested on, and he was just like, here's some money. But I didn't know who he was, and I was so uninterested, I was actually playing games while we were talking. <laughs> I was literally, I was... What was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, like, it was so, I was so uninterested. And it it wasn't that it was uh, his fault or that it was, I mean, I was just not, it was me. I was honestly being a jerk. Was, I paid attention more, but. It was uh, an accidental right swipe. You meant the, the left swipe. I wasn't, I wasn't, I don't want to make myself sound like, oh, he called, I got bored and hopped on a game. No, what happened was he called me in the middle of the game and goes, hey, tell me about your childhood. We're recording. Like, he jumped, he threw me in it before texting me, anything. So, it's like, I'm not trying to make myself sound like I did a, a bad well, thing, but it was kind of hard for me to sir, get off the game. Yeah. Sir, excuse me. No need to justify it. No need to minimize who you are and why you aren't anything. No one's asking you for that. Well... Uh, just in case somebody tuned no, out. No, because... one, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Nobody cares like that you who cares you think you're who think who cares you think you're you're great? 
who everybody everybody should think they're great, but they don't. Most people don't think they're great. Most people make excuses for why they suck, and then it goes, I know I suck and I've got issues, but I won't work on them. I won't do anything about them. I'll just continue to suck, and you'll have to love me for who I am. Uh, can't change me. And That's guess like, what? I'm also like, a racist and out of gas. <laughs> what is it? I said, guess what? I'm also racist and out of gas, but still love me. <laughs> it's like, it's very, it's like, I'm a, it's not really, it's not the worst thing to be like, oh, I was a guest on somebody's podcast and they were boring and I wasn't interested. And then, then for them to go, oh, it must be because you're so full of yourself. You're so up your own ass. No one's doing that to you. You're doing that to you. That's your narrative. That's true. You're not supposed to connect with everyone. That makes sense. That is a good... God damn it, dude. Can I just... Uh, if if there, if we develop the technology that Elon Musk wants to put, like, the chips in our brain and stuff, can I download your uh, personality? Just for a day. Just like a day <laughs> or two. Can I borrow your personality and your wavelength? Yeah. Sure. sure. <laughs> I, I, the Neuralink thing? But like, go, going back to that, I... I I am probably one of the only people that you'll know that that's have a surgically repaired brain. Yeah, yeah. You told me, or well, you told me in your podcast about the guy that uh, you walked up and you're like, "Oh, I have that same scar. What happened to you?" And he's like, "Uh, uh <clears throat> shot myself." And you're like, "Oh, uh, I'm late for something. I'll catch you." Like, <laughs> oh man, there's my girlfriend hanging out by the water cooler. See ya. <laughs> Man, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, we man, there was something I wanted to say on top of that though. But it was, yeah, you it was you saying you were on that episode, you were on somebody else's podcast, and it was like you were listening to old shows to get ready to be on this show, but you listened to the wrong stuff, yeah, and, and uh, there's the right. My yeah, they they were talking about my favorite football team, so I thought it was a good podcast. Then I listened to the second one. I listened to that one a little earlier today, and it's not. And you know what? It's I would love to be on his podcast because he has really cool views, but I think he just doesn't have the same version of uh, speaking to someone as you do. Like you, it feels like we're talking on FaceTime right now. Like there's no. It doesn't feel, but when he's doing his interviews, it literally feels like he's going like, uh, click, click with his newspapers. Like, so, uh, it says here on your Wikipedia, <laughs> you're five foot seven. Is that true? That's well, awesome. that, that was part of like what I was saying to you earlier is like so many times, I can't tell you how long it's been, but for probably the last like 10 years, people have like wrestling podcasts and they'll say, Hey, you want to be a guest on my podcast? And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll be absolutely be a guest on your podcast. So this is like before even podcasts were a thing. This is just call-in radio shows. Everybody had them. Call-in internet radio shows, blog talk radio. A lot of people had that. And they yeah. would be like, hey, come be a guest on my show. And then I'd call in, and they'd be like, oh, it says here, you, you spent, spent a lot of time in CZW. You really, you really uh, like a C crazy. Were you into that hardcore stuff? I'm like... I was in CZW. I was in CZW in like 2004. I don't know. That was when I left there. Like, oh, you're still talking about that? No, that's not. And then people were like, oh, tell us about your your best match. I'm like, I, dude, 
I've had this exact conversation with everyone. If you want to just go Google it and listen to other people's shows, I've told the story already a hundred times. People are like, oh, well, like I found, I found this thing on Wikipedia, and I'm going to say, it, like, uh, I, I, I just, um, how about just yeah. be, just be, be chill little, hang with me? Yeah, be a little creative at least. Like, if you're going to look me up, at least, like, be creative. Like, for me, if I saw that you were in the CCW for a long time, I'd be like, oh, CCW. So uh, do you have any interest in the other 24 letters in the alphabet or just those two? Like, you know, something interesting like that. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really dumb. It's really dumb. Uh, my my little sister used to say, she used to call it, um, she used to call it CZ dumb of you. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And you know what's weird about the W? It depends on how you how you draw it. Because if you draw it like that, with the scoop, kind of like some tits, you know, then, yeah, it's a W. But if you draw it with straight lines, like I do, that's a double V. Right. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I have weird ones like that all the time. Like, do you think Post Malone, before he was famous... Do you think he called himself Pre Malone? Oh, it was it. Was, he was probably just Malone. <laughs> but before that, uh, you... I love I love those short little dad jokes. Like uh, there's a comedian that does one that's uh, he's a British comedian, but I still think about this joke to this day. It's the best little quick one liner ever. It was, uh, do you think it's okay to call a kid tardy? If he's late to his special ed class, <laughs> I love those. I love those. Is that like, Jimmy Carr? Um, no, it wasn't Jimmy Carr. Um, it was a. It was a. No offense to Jimmy Carr. I know he's listening, but uh, <laughs> but uh, he's a, he was thinner than Jimmy, so I don't know his name that, for sure. Hear that, Jimmy Carr? Be offended. He <laughs> said, "Not only were you not the one who came up with that good joke, you're also chubby." Figure it <laughs> yeah. out, Jimmy Carr. Meet me in the ring, Jimmy. I'll take you. Going down, sucker. <laughs> uh, so, if you got the chance, oh, no, that's another basic question that just popped in my head. Though. Okay, no, okay. Actually, I know how to make it better. So, just ask it. I know how to make it better. You get a chance to wrestle with any famous WWE star, right? They're giving you your debut, but you have to do it for some reason. It's like on their Patreon or their OnlyFans, and you have to do a butt ass naked. Who are you doing it with? See, it's uh... it would just be wrestling. Yep, yep. You have to do the whole shit talking and everything. But for some, you're just like, you took my clothes. You really think you can do that to me? Like that's the that's the the plot line. Oh, this man. is my you, and you took all my clothes. You have to fight them butt naked. Uh, I see. Would they also be naked, or would I be the only naked one? Um, you know what? I'll come up as your goon, and they have tearaway clothes, and I can come up behind them and just whoosh, real quick. So, like, before they, like, right when they're ding, 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 whoosh, I'll rip them off right then. So they also. Ding, 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 and then a ding, ding, dong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I, 
If I say anybody, I think anybody, I feel like you don't know most of the people. <laughs> so um, I know a few of them, but I also know the right answer. <laughs> there is a right answer to this. Can you ask again? Ask the question again. All right. You have to wrestle any of the wrestlers. All right. All of them. And I know a decent amount. And if I don't, I can Google them real quick and I'll recognize their face. I've been watching long enough to at least know that. But any of the wrestlers, you have to wrestle them butt naked. And yes, they will end up naked, too. But the premise is I can't believe you or you guys took my clothes. On my debut. God damn it. How could you do this? Um. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Alexa Bliss probably. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. You know that's uh, I'm gonna have to type that one in. But none of them are bad looking. Uh, what did you say, Alexa Brisk? Brisk. It would be a whole other. It would be a whole other thing, and I definitely wouldn't. Want to be naked for that? No, here's what I'm thinking: Royal Rumble style. We're all naked, all right. <laughs> and instead, you know, I'd come up with a, you know, I'm, I'm I'm not going for the face or choke lock. I'm just kicking nuts. I'm going around, I'm just smacking them in the nuts, and uh, eventually I get choked out by the fiend, and uh, it's it's over. That's that's the debut. I want to lose naked, butt naked. With naked fiend on top of me pinning me down. <laughs> Sounds like a dream. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, like, am I going Sounds like a crime. Like a little bit of a sex crime. <laughs> yeah, that 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 um that whole pay-per-view experience is only available on WWE OnlyFans. So <laughs> Am I going too far? Are you getting sleepy, man? No, no. I'm trying to. I I'm trying to think of something else. I was, I had something right on the tip of my tongue, and I forget what it was now. Uh, well, I got another one for you. I feel like you're going to have a beautiful statement for this. This is a legitimate question as well. Okay. Yeah. You go back in time and talk to your 18 year old self, and you could only give him one sentence, and not a run on sentence either. What would you tell your 18 year old self? Um. Well, I would say, uh, stay the same, but don't change. Because I wouldn't want to affect the lessons that I've learned since then. God damn. Of course you'd have a perfect answer. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was just going to be like, do more stand-up. Like, (laughs) that would alter it. You know, you're right. And then I wouldn't be the person I am now. Right. I love all the lessons that I learned and who I am now. Damn. That is so that is so smart. That is such an intelligent answer. And nobody I've asked that question to a lot of people and none of them come. They're always like, you, sh- you should have fucked that one person that you saw at the bar that one time who left with the other guy because you went to the bathroom or what? Like, it's always something dumb like that. But that was a beautiful, beautiful answer. man. I, oh, yeah. I, I would say um, that we waste too many right nows on right nows that are already gone and we'll never get back. Like, 
I, I don't know how many times you'll hear me say this, but I say it all the time. Um, when I look at like your life in the timeline, like birth to death, right? So let's say it's a hundred years and you're in a relationship with someone who's like really bad for you and, and like they really abuse you. And you know, that, that relationship maybe is 10 years. Little, little bit, you know what I mean. That's a little bit. Your, your parents, your parents got divorced when you were a little kid, and you were abused. And that's this much. I've had so many other right nows in between. I have, I have so many more to go. Like I'm, I'm only at this point. You know what I mean. I have this much more life to live, and I've already had so much other life since the. Since the, 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 the damage that's being assessed by the insurance company. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that's a really good way to think about that because um, like, like, if you were to think of your life like a movie, that one part that you might be lingering on that really fucked with you, even if it's 10 years, if it was a movie and you were sitting on the couch watching it, that move, that 10 years that you were talking about would be maybe five minutes of that movie, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, and, and then you, it, yeah, it's a part of the movie, but you learned about the character, the but character. Here, here's the thing. Who do you spend the most time with? Yourself. Uh, so what you do, what you do is you retell these stories where you're going to embellish just a little bit. When you're like, they did this, and they did this, and they did this, when they might have only done one of those things. Mm. And they were, so, they were so spread apart that it wasn't like those things were humongous. But you're telling those stories to other people, and you're spending the most time with yourself. What stories are you telling yourself? Like, was it really as bad as the stories you're telling yourself? Maybe, maybe you need to go... Well, I, I had a lesson I needed to learn right there, and yeah. maybe maybe I learned it in that moment, and maybe I don't hate, I don't, maybe I don't hate that person as much as I have been saying in my stories that I tell myself and everybody else. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, man, I had something I wanted to add to that, but I totally for, totally forgot it because I to- I just realized that you look. Like, uh, have you ever seen the show Shameless? Yeah. You look just like Kevin from Shameless. Well, <laughs> have you got that before? Here's the thing. <laughs> um, so, I would rather never you compare me to funny and handsome and <laughs> muscular dudes. All right. I take that as a great insult. Don't ever say I look like a funny, tall, handsome man again. Okay. I apologize, man. Right. I was, honestly, no. I was reaching out so you can tell me that I look just like um Oh, you were baiting me. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know who I look like, honestly. Look like, I don't think I have a single celebrity that looks like at all. You look like, <laughs> you, sh- you look like Ed Sheeran's cousin. It looked like Ed Sheeran if he wasn't a redhead, essentially. <laughs> emo, red, emo, Ed Sheeran. I might take that. Do you mind if I use that no, as? No, absolutely not. 
that's great. I, I, dude, you're hella right. Super right. Yeah. <laughs> How long have we been going, man? Do you have a have a uh, two twenty three? Two twenty three. Yeah, the top left. <laughs> what's your What's your record? Do you uh, know? Unfortunately, well, here's the thing. For a while, for a while, I was just doing. Um, I was doing. I had my my roommate at the time would like be on all of my episodes, and uh, I, we would call. I would call those episodes "Evolving with Corey Castle and Friend." And we wouldn't say his name. We would just call him and refer to him as as friend and friend on all the episodes because in it he would like admit to a lot of illegal stuff that he did and his name wouldn't be out there. So uh, we uh, we did an episode that uh, we had some. I mean, of course, it's my podcast, so we had someone else on and he was just there, and uh, it was like four hours. They just went off talking about, they just were talking about drugs and talking about stuff that I don't really care about. So. Well, uh, that, there goes my meth story I was going to tell you about, but. <laughs> I was like checking my phone. What time is it? What? Oh, I'm playing a game. Let you guys talk. Sure. No, but yeah. that was years ago. So it was, it was four hours, but. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a me, me and a guest episode. Yeah, you were tuned in for X amount of time out of those four hours. I get right. what you're saying. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know what the longest I've done, uh, where it's just me and a guest. I would imagine probably three hours. You but should. Have, you should have one of those. Have you ever seen? Uh, are you a car guy at all? No. So you've never seen. Like a uh, top year. <laughs> Are you a car guy at all? No. So you've never seen a car. <laughs> never, so you've never, so you've never seen a car. Is that what you're telling me? No. I've no, never they have watched those shows, but I know that they exist. Uh, I think Dax Shepard uh, was hosting one of those shows. Oh, that. You know what? I, I want to watch that. But uh, the when they do, when they have a guest, they have a guest on every episode, right? And they have a celebrity guest. They drive around the same track as every other celebrity, and they put their time up on a board. You should probably get a board for the top leaderboards of, like, longest, you know, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, but then that means that I have to, like, track it. I have to, oh, like, go yeah. back and, and Not to mention go back Twitter. and look at it, which... I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, not to mention, you would have to have a guest that you don't necessarily want to talk to for that long, trying right. to break it. Yeah, it, I would be putting undue pressure on myself. I don't need yeah. all that. Yeah, I was trying to make a bit, and then as I was forming it, it turned out to be terrible. So <laughs> stop pressuring me. Stop pressuring me. Makes me wanna scream. <laughs> Little Michael and Janet action going on. Dude, uh, I was actually just talking to one of my buddies about halftime shows in the NFL. I know you're not super into football, but you have to remember. I do. Yeah, the Janet. Janet. Mm-hmm. You were. I'm gonna guess about. Uh, you're probably in your probably barely twenty, barely graduated, right? What year was it? 
I'm not sure what year, but I remember I was in like seventh. No, 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 it couldn't have been seven, like fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. So I was. I'm guessing. I'm guessing here, but I'm feeling like I was probably like 19 or 20, some, something yeah. like that. You were old enough to be like, that's hot. And it sucks because I was too young and I was like, oh, gross. Like, I didn't get to enjoy it the way you said. I didn't think I didn't think it was hot, bro. I mean, Janet Jackson, no, for sure. I had a huge thing for Janet Jackson when when I was a little kid. She had that album out where she like had her someone's hands were holding her boobs. You remember that? Yeah. Oh my God, I love that album. Like just to look at it, and not to hear it, just to look at it. But <laughs> I had a major thing for Janet Jackson. But when they did that stunt with uh justin timberlake pulling her shirt off or something she was wearing this weird thing and it was not attractive the nipple like, ring yeah i looked it up <laughs> and it, was, it wasn't cool i don't i didn't like whatever it was so yeah. i didn't have the moment to go oh that's hot i was like that's weird who why does her titty look like a decepticon i don't understand put that on her booby i like <laughs> in my head i was like what's going on like why does her boob look like a Godsmack logo. What's going on here? <laughs> Why does it look like Sublime is doing advertising on her nipple? Right, that just... <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I was like, that's the wrong way. Nobody ever told her it's the wrong way. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> Well, man, uh, my phone is literally going to die real soon. Okay. So I have to get, I don't want to, but I would love to do this again. I'd love to have you on ours. Um, I'm at okay. 13%, so I have like another 20 minutes or so, but I'm just giving do, you the warning. Do I get to do it? Or I have to? Do I have to audition or something? Didn't you say your girl had to screen me and make sure uh, I was, no. you said I would make a guest? It's fine. I made her listen to an episode, and she said she likes you. So, and, and she's—it's <laughs> it's weird. She's super nervous until you put the microphone in front of her face. It's really strange. Like then she opens up. Just that, that's that's weird, man. I I mean I'm 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 very strange about. I get I got not not freaked not freaked out or nervous at all. But you said that you were nervous and you had like, you were getting nervous. And I was like, why? I'm not, there's no pressure. And the, like, I, I'm just, when it comes to this kind of stuff, this is like, this is just like what I've programmed, what I've been programmed to do and be. Well, the, the reason is, is because I, I, this is your home, essentially. I am a guest in your home. That is a public platform that, a bunch of people that I look up to, and you're on that list now, have been on. So it's a... Oh, man. It's like saying, like, what if you had to go up after Dave Chappelle, and you're like, how do I follow that? That's how I feel. Like, if no cares about... Uh, as you're saying, nobody's listening to the Mark Norman. Nobody's listening to the Johnny Hamilton. You're saying there's not as many. But if nobody's paying attention to those, how am I going to make it? That's how my brain's working. How am I going to make it so people are going to listen to me and want to listen to my podcast? 
And how am I going to make him look good? Because he's kind of my podcast idol in terms of like somebody I can actually reach out to, you know? And so it's just, there's a lot of different, um, I get it. Uh, cylinders firing. Yeah. I think, I think I, I very much understand that. I got, and now that you broke it down that way, I, I fully understand it. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you two more things. And you off into the night, give you a, a hot dog and a handshake, and then you can go do, do your charging your phone thing. So, I have a segment that I call Audio Time Travel. Oh, I love this segment. Okay, and inside of Audio Time Travel, this is, this right now, whoever's listening to this, whenever they're listening to it, or if they're watching it, it's, it's not the same right now as it is for us. Yep. This is in the future for anybody who's listening to it. So... With that being said, somebody's like, oh, man, I really got to hear Justin on Corey's podcast and see what that's like. Uh, you know, they both they both were in a different time place in their life. Uh, I'm going to listen to this. I'm going to listen to this in 20 years. So right now, it's 20 years from now, and someone's trying to listen to you on this podcast to understand the life lessons that have helped you get to where you are. What are you saying? All right. Hey, um, you know, 2020 was a crazy year for all of us. But uh, I feel like I, I, I myself grew a lot knowing like uh, being by yourself isn't that bad um, when you can start to develop yourself and start to learn how yourself works. I know you might think that you have it down and this is who you are, but every single day you can grow you can imagine something else you can work on that idea and become a better version of yourself not saying that you're not great right now but i'm saying every single day can be better for yourself i'm talking about health i'm talking about emotions i'm talking about anything that you're doing in your life you can do it better the next day and those steps are going to lead exactly to where you're at right now because i bet Technology is way better than what we're using, and you probably don't even have to charge your phone. You're probably watching this like, why does he have to get off? What's charging his phone? That's something we have to do now. You know why you don't have to in those times? Because somebody kept trying to get better and developing more better. And you're going to end up doing the same thing. But instead of doing it with technology, do it on yourself because you're not going to do it with anything else until you learn how to do it on your own self. And these are things that I've been learning by watching this with this guy all right so watch more episodes because they're just as good if not better is that good that sounds great man what what if i what if i gave you another one what if i gave you another one i'm gonna say uh ed sheeran if ed sheeran was a member of weezer oh man okay i can do this um look Ed Sheeran, I hope this gives you hell, but, um, <laughs> oh, wait. That's, wait. that's somebody else. That's not him. Oh. You mean, oh, oh, 
Are we back? I lost you for a second. Yeah, we're back. All right. We're back, folks. Um, are, you, are you saying if I was Ed Sheeran in Weezer? No. It has nothing to do. It wasn't a question. I was okay. saying there's another comparison. Like when you were talking oh, okay. about celebrities that you look like and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I look like Ed Sheeran in Weezer. If Ed Sheeran joined Weezer. Uh, it's the flannel, it looked, isn't it? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it's the, the black frames. Uh, yeah, I was, I was considering doing it without glasses, but then I wasn't able to compliment your looks as well. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, let's let's do a different thing. Let's go. Let's reference the conversation we had three days ago when you said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna slingshot you a premise, and you and you do a joke," oh. and, then, and then you said that. I would slingshot you a premise, and you'd come up with the joke. Okay. So go ahead and slingshot me a premise. Uh, all right. I want a difficulty rating, though. Should I just shoot it? Le- no, no. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hit you with this with a good one. A good one. Um, you're super tired, but your sheets and blankets are in the wash. I don't know. That's just something I came up with off the top. Okay. And it's because you have a sh- shitty mate. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just going to go stay at my mom's. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. I'm- Sorry. You there? Well, yeah. Oh, there you are. All right. Are we good? Did you hear my hear my answer? No, I didn't actually. I didn't. I said, if you're looking for me, I'll be sleeping at my mom's house. <laughs> All right. Get it up. Yeah, I mean that's one thing that. Uh, you were raised in Philly. Your parents still live there, right? Well, my mom, my mom raised me. Uh, my my father lives in Texas, but he's from here. So, so your parents are still nearby. Well, my mom is. Oh, are your yeah your your mother? Uh, I mean, I, I'm I only have my mom, so I think of that as my parents. <laughs> it's weird, uh, but. Uh, that's awesome, though, man. I wish every weekend that I could just go over to her house and hang out, man. That's uh, that's such a blessing, really. I love it, man. I, lo- I love my mom more than more than everybody else. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like don't tell don't tell any of my best friends. Don't tell my fiance, but uh, I would save my mom during a pain, during like a volcano eruption over anyone man if any of my best friends thought i loved them more than i loved my mom then i need better friends <laughs> not, not, that they're, not that they're bad friends it's just that they're dummies uh well my friends are bad friends i'm friends with andrew santino rudy and uh bobby lee so 
They're, no, I'm just I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. uh, their their podcast. Yeah, dude, I love that podcast. All right, cool. Glad, but, glad. Okay, everybody who's listening to this show, turn it off. Go listen <laughs> to and- Andrew Santino, Cheeto Santino's podcast. Uh, but yeah, any any guy that like, I can't imagine, like I can't believe you picked me over your mom. Are you serious? <laughs> well, that's another thing you you might have heard me say in the podcast. It's very much like, it's very much like when someone draws a line and they're like, it's either me or them, and they give you like an ultimatum that's me or them kind of thing, and they draw yeah. a line in the sand. I'm like, I'm always gonna get on the line of the sand that doesn't have you on it. If you had to draw that line, I'm not on your side. Yeah, that there shouldn't be a line. It should just right. be like, um, okay, this this uh, works with accordance with this friend. This works with in accordance with that friend. And if you don't understand that, then you're the toxic one, not me. I'm sorry, I'm over here when you want me to be over there. But that's really more you, your mental state than not. I'm doing what's good for me, and I hope you do what's good for you. But what's good for me is to get away from your toxicity right now. Now, now I'm all here. I now I got to play the piano, and I'm all here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I love talking with you, man. This is awesome. Really. It is pretty great. It's pretty awesome, man. It's a, it's a fun time, and I, and I, you know, this is just the first time. This is just the beginning. With everything, it's like, you know, put uh, put the, the kind of like, that groundwork in, just like that day one ish. Yeah, as the Usos would say, it's that day one ish, but uh, but for sure it's just the beginning. And like you said, you were gonna move to Florida and try to get a room or something. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm down with that, dude. Dude, uh, my my life goal isn't <clears throat> sure. I want a Netflix special, but the biggest thing I want to do is I want to open a comedy club that kind of specifies like, yeah, sure. If if Chappelle shows up, awesome. But he's not going to be catered to more than the the new guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's equal here. Every you signed up, you're going up first. I don't care who you are. That's the kind you're of comedy kidding. I want to make because you know how you know how attractive that'll be to someone like you and I. Let me prove myself, and somebody's actually going to give me the time of day like I'm a human, just like they are. Sure, they make more money. Sure, they have their Netflix specials. Sure, they they're super famous. Well, doesn't that mean? that they have enough and I should have a chance. Like if they want to get on stage, they should get in line just like me. Trying to be trying to trying to spout some DMX lyrics right now. <laughs> Y'all been eating long enough now. Stop being greedy. Keep a real partner. Feet to the knee. But I <clears throat> but the <clears throat> excuse me, the biggest issue with that the DMX lyrics. You didn't expect them. Love DMX and his uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer <laughs> uh, <laughs> cover. Perfect. I love, but, love, I love DMX. I yes. was just thinking about that. He's like, DMX, and I'd be the best. You see the rest? They look like they need a rest. And I was like, oh, he says they look like they need a little nap. <laughs> DMX is going to take a little nap. Can you imagine uh, DMX and Joey Diaz doing an interview together? Just oh, those two voices? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> just DMX shows up in the room. He's like, murder. No, Joey, like, that's let me tell you something about murder, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Here. <laughs> but, uh, you think it's a game? You think I'm playing? 
But no, uh, what I was saying about the, my future comedy club, though, is I realized that that's going to thwart away a lot of uh, famous people. Like, they're not going to come because they know they won't be thrown on stage right away. Uh-huh. But I'm fine with that as long as I, I still stay afloat, to be honest. like You shouldn't plan to just do okay. Oh, no, I know I'm going to do great because Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays are going to be booked mics. I'm talking about open mics. When it's open mic, you shouldn't still be able to get on stage first just because you're famous. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. No, I, I, I get it. Uh, I, like, I like starting a club. Absolutely. Bring me on. Get me paid. I'll take it. Let's do it. I, I, this, this coming up in the next couple of weeks is the first time I'm like making like all right money to do stand up. Really? And, yeah, and I was like I'm like psyched about it. I'm like, well, that's that's neat. I I'm never like I got paid I got paid $100 once. Uh-huh. And I split it with my friend who opened for me. And uh that is and, awesome. And uh and uh, I think I got, I think I got like chicken wings once. I think I got paid in chicken wings once. Maybe, maybe, maybe mozzarella sticks. I've I've had shows where I, I didn't have to pay for my drinks for the end. Like as soon as I got off stage, everybody's like, "Oh, let me get you a drink." I didn't have to pay drinks for the rest of the night. But yeah, I've never. I hosted a room. I've never been paid. To, uh-huh. I hosted a room where um, it was, they just gave me free beer the whole night. Like, I never paid for a drink once. But, I mean, I wasn't... I, I, I automatically didn't drink after the first week when I got, when I got free drinks. And I was trying to host. It uh, wasn't working out. So my phone's at 9% now. I do want to ask you something before, we, before I have to get off, whether I want to or not. Okay. Uh, uh, why don't you have you have such good advice every time every podcast every single person that comes on you have a great spit of wisdom towards them because they say something that it's not that you don't agree with it it's that you're like no that's too negative for you you're a beautiful person like you're too nice but um why don't you open that up and you could probably gain a bigger following by throwing out an email where you can start the podcast with you answering some questions from maybe some concerned people that are going through some troubling times and why why not i just never thought of it i do, mean do it it's not a thing i've ever thought of but it's absolutely something i would do yeah it, that would be beautiful i think you should start making an email just mm-hmm. uh Corey's castle no walls or something like that no moat something like i don't know at gmail.com and then then they're just having people hey Corey, i'm going through this right now can you give me some advice and bam you're gonna be guru pigska so you were saying you were saying you already had a name for your special your first special yeah Uh, i i was gonna call mine awkward man <laughs> people say I look like Aquaman. They compare me to that guy. I'm like, I'm not like I'm awkward man. So <laughs> that's the the joke I've been making. I'm not gonna call my special that, but it's it's the joke I've been making. Uh, 
also uh, my 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 autobiography. I started writing it. I started writing it when I was a teenager. Okay. And I, I for sure haven't gone back to it. I haven't gone back to it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to that when I know that I can't put anything else negative in it. And I probably could go back to it now because. Because this, because this podcast was such a negative impact on your life. <laughs> no, man. Like, what I'm saying, like, if if I'm writing stuff down, I bet you, if I if I were to read what whatever I did back then, back, it would be like, oh, f this person, they really screwed me over. This person screwed me over. And it's all about blaming somebody instead of like going like, wow, look how much I've been better in my life. So I yeah. probably cut the fat on a lot of it. But a lot of it, I wanted to make sure it got on the record. Like, on the record, I started out writing that I was born December 1st, 1983. Okay? I was born at Nazareth Hospital. That's the same hospital my mom was born at. I was born on her birthday, December 1st, 1959 was her birthday. I was born the same hour in the, uh, by the same doctor. And I... Nuts. I I put in the book. I want to say it was the same room, only for the sake of having a better story. <laughs> that's, good. Like, that's also something nobody else has. Nobody else has that and those other things. The weird part about autobiographies I've noticed is uh, none of them have to be continued at the end when. There's obviously more story. You're still alive. <laughs> like, you know, they, yeah. they should all have to be continued because everybody's going to grow further until they're until they're gone, until they're expired, you know? And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know why they're called autobiographies. Like, it has nothing to do with autos, and it didn't get done automatically. It took a lot of work to do it. Like, yeah. it should just be called, like, self-biography. Yeah, right, or, or manual biography. I had to do all this work myself. <laughs> manuscript. Manifesto. Yeah, so the manifesto actually sounds better. It sounds like a uh, rejected X-Men character, but it's still... He's, he's like... Mani no, it's it's parties, man. Manifiesto. <laughs> Wait, Fiesto is a party for only guys as opposed to Fiesta? Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a man dancing party. A, a dancing <laughs> man party. That's actually what they call the naked Royal Rumble, Rumble in the Lucha Yeah, Libre. Manifesto. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of good callbacks. Yeah, dude. I... Yeah, dude. It's awesome. It's great. Um, I like uh, if I under, ever end up in the East Coast, I'm I'm gonna kick it with. We're gonna get a beer or something, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, so last thing. Okay. Hypothetically, the show's yours. Jerry Springer would end it by giving a final thought, in a very Jerry Springer's final thought sort of way. How would you wrap up the lessons from this episode and where we can move forward to be a better version of ourselves tomorrow than we were today? I need my microphone first, because he has a microphone, right? So, hey, you know, you might be going through a hard time right now, but look at, look at, look at these people that we just watched, all right? They told you about their trauma. I know you might have some too, but everybody has their problems. 
But today, we're all just going to think about how we can better ourselves. And also, we're going to be really, really excited to find out that Donnell is not the father. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to end it. <laughs> Well, that was the first time anyone's ever done a Jerry Springer's final thought, speaking into a bowl that <laughs> we're just smoking weed out of. Uh, thanks for making history, and <laughs> I appreciate you. I hope you have a great night. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate your time and your effort. Your compliments mean the world to me. I appreciate all of, all of the love and support that I'm getting from you, and I'm happy to know that this is still just the beginning. Dude, and everything that you say to every listener and every guest if you ever need some for some reason you need someone to reach out to to talk to i'm always here for you and that goes to the listeners as well i know i'm a silly fucking goose but i'd like to think i'm a nice guy and i would never make fun of you for anything you're having a problem with uh and just really you have my number you can hit me up anytime man i know i'm younger but I, I have love for you, so I'm definitely going to make sure you're good. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. I have love for you as well. Very, very mutual. Very mutual. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I, thank you, man. I, 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 appreciate, I appreciate you, and I'm excited for what's next, man. Can you, can you tell me and whoever's listening one more time the name of your podcast and where to get it? Yeah, uh, the name of the podcast is the Before Bed Podcast, and you can get it on, um, right now it's on Spotify, I believe it's on Pandora, it's on iHeartRadio, pretty much anywhere you can get it, um, it will be eventually uploaded, uh, we just haven't been approved on, but it will be, so if you're listening to this tomorrow, it'll probably be on everything about that, just needs to be approved. This is yeah, still the genesis, still that genesis period for the Before Bed podcast. Yep, Before Bed podcast with Justin Morris. That's the uh, that's the full thing. But uh, yeah, well, thank you for this. I'll talk to you soon. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll continue to converse. And I hope you have a great night. Be fun. Yeah. Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. Keep your dick hard. Sure, I'm not ending on that. That's uh, my, that's my ending for my podcast. I'm sorry. That's what I had oh, to okay. Oh, well, keep that on your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Be fun. Have safe. Keep evolving. <laughs>